7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, where there is one singular story that is sweeping the nation, ladies and germs, and that story is <laughs> has bad teeth and it's called Rudy. Um, <laughs> uh, holy. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I, I, I got to tell you, if I'm Michael Avenatti and Stormy Daniels, I'm feeling pretty good about myself right now. Uh, actually, if you're just an anti-Trump person, uh, or I should say a non-Trump cultist, you're probably feeling pretty good about yourself right now. And I know a couple of those people who are feeling pretty good about themselves. One and only Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. I feel great about myself. And <laughs> America! Yeah. Oh, yeah. We need to get Rudy scream- screeching America. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Of course, uh, yeah. Let's let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, play that real real quick. Uh, here we go. America. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and maybe we, we can uh, hear him say this too. Zero. Zero. <laughs> Zero. 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 You're a disgusting man, you freak. Uh, and of course, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, who has absolutely zero regrets about these re- revelations regarding uh, the Trumpster. Uh, welcome, Joe. Well, I care. Zero. Zero. zero chance. Yeah. Love uh, by the way, I can't see anybody in the chat tonight for some reason. So I uh, just ref- refresh it. it; it's there. Um, so uh, uh, or close your browser and open it back up again. Have you tried turning it on and turning it or turning it off, and turning it? On I again? did everything like so, that. Weird. Um, well, maybe it'll come back later for you. Anyway, you uh, Michael Cohen. He'll help you. <laughs> yeah, he's a fixer. He's a fixer. Yeah, he'll make it go. He'll make it go away. So, <laughs> maybe you already did talk to him and that's why the chat's not there you he made it go away so um, oh my god this week has been a month oh oh my god this these past three days have been a month so uh and uh i okay uh days without an embarrassing moment from the trump administration zero yes thank you rudy <laughs> <laughs> what a disgusting man what a disgusting disgusting man you know (laughs) i found a clip for the trump administration here these are the defilers everything they touch is stained wealth and leisure afford them every opportunity for every gratification 
Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, here's 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 something. I have mm-hmm. never liked Rudy Giuliani. No, I, me you know, I was in New York. Really? Well, I, 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 I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm ah. kind of, kind of laying out. Just bear with me. I've never liked him. He's a Republican. Mm-hmm. He's a nasty Republican. Yeah. But I have to tell you, over the past couple of days, he's just gotten really, really weird mm-hmm. and mean and strange. Yeah. Like. Beyond the Rudy, you know, it, it, we used to call him, you know, the mayor of New York, the mayor of 9-11, yada, yada, all mm-hmm. that crap. But he's he's lost his damn mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and about five inches of his height, too. <laughs> well, uh, there's that. He's, and uh, something else, too. Very compacted. Yes. Uh, his, hands, <laughs> his hands are smaller than Trump's. Oh, my. And but you know I used to have respect for Rudy Giuliani. Uh, you you know how much zero. Yeah. Oh. So <laughs> I, I want to no, I want to say this. There were there were like two or three days. No, there was one day. It was nine eleven. It was just mm-hmm. that day that I did have respect for him. That day, the next day I didn't because he was the one that was trying to postpone the primary in New oh. York's in New York City. Yeah. Because of 9-11. Uh-huh. I mean, that day, everybody was supposed to come together, mm-hmm. right? Well, mm-hmm. he's a Republican, so it's okay if you're a Republican. Because yeah, you know I how know. much you know how much uh, dignity uh, a Republican has? Zero. Yeah. Um, and this week, if you're, if you're... I shouldn't say all Republicans, because we still do have good Republicans. We'll say Trump cultists, you know, I, I, because... You know, and, and when I say good Republicans... I mean, they're good in the sense that they don't like Trump. <laughs> but the number of Republicans I truly, truly admire. Zero. Yeah, no. Uh, I kid. Um, you know, I, I admire people who are unwavering in their beliefs, even if it is. Uh, but unless they're like hardliners and they they want to be discriminatory. But, you know, if you're in that party and that's part of your tenet, it's hard to separate. But anyway, I don't want to get go down that road. Because right now we have, oh man, Rudy Giuliani was on Sean Hannity's show the other day, and it was basically it was a Mueller hate fest, and you know, uh, would you be surprised to know that they talked about Hillary Clinton quite a bit? What? Yeah, I know it's really? shocking. You know, it's really funny because Hannity. I was listening to his radio show yesterday. And I guess he did it on his TV show again. He put together a, a montage of a bunch of different anchors from CNN and MSNBC and wherever else, ABC, CBS, um, saying his name. His producers like chopped it together. Of you know, it's like Sean Hannity, Sean Hannity, Sean Hannity, Sean Hannity, Sean Hannity. And he's like, they should put me on their payroll. They can't. I'm living rent free in their heads. Well, you. Here's the thing, dipshit, slant head. <laughs> These people will only go on your fucking crappy shows over on Fox News. You know? Uh, so, you know, uh, if, if hey, let Shep Smith interview uh, Rudy. Oh, well, that's hazardous yeah, territory. That's, that's that a... That will never happen. No, no, no. <laughs> that never could happen. Yeah, that would be... Fuck a touch. Yeah. <laughs> There is, uh, you know what the chance is of Rudy Giuliani getting interviewed by Shepard Smith? Zero. 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 <laughs> God, that's going to... I, 
I didn't realize how handy that was going to be tonight. Uh, I just was going to make fun we of him slobbering. Zero with from <laughs> Zero with what? God bless. God bless United States. Oh, yeah. zero. God bless United States. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so so he's on, you know, and that's the thing. So Hannity, you don't get to say, oh, they can't quit talking about me. They're only talking about you because of the Giuliani interview. If you were on there talking about, um, uh, you know, Vince Foster's burial site on Mars, nobody would be paying any attention to you. You know, if you were doing your standard modus operandi of, uh, you know, crazy right-wing bullshit trickled, you know, trickled out of uh, the sphincter of Mark Levin, nobody would care. But you have Trump's new lawyer, Rudy Giuliani on it. Zero. Uh, I'm not going to do that again. Um, But, you know. uh, Splitter splitter Giuliani. Yeah. So you you got Giuliani. He's so spitty. Yeah, he really is. He is. Um, uh, So (laughs) I'm sorry. I was thinking. Here's the thing. I know you're watching Hannity last night over the Giuliani thing, but evidently Hannity, from what I'm hearing from you, he's really trying to deflect from the fact that, um, okay, so he had he had Giuliani on his show, mm-hmm. talking like you know a man. He 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 just looked like the angry man yelling at clouds. Yeah. Um, just a couple mm-hmm. of days before that, we found out that he was one of Cohen's clients. So yeah. I feel like he's probably using the Giuliani thing to help deflect from. Yeah, he did mention the ten or twenty bucks thing again, which was oh, inside. So and uh, Joe, you're still there with us, right? I I am. I'm having some internet difficulties here, oh. but I'm okay. Okay, good. Yeah. So, um, so all right. So let's play the first Hannity clip. You know, uh, because and again, Hannity, if you weren't the only guy with access to this guy, and if he hadn't exposed the lies of the Trump cult. Right there on your airwaves, nobody would say your name. You know, I I mean, if he was on Fox and Friends, they just would have said Fox and Friends. They wouldn't have said Steve Ducey or Brian Kilmeade. Just so happens that the name of your show is named after you, dipshit. So, um, uh, yes. And how many brain cells does Sean Hannity have? Zero. Yeah. So. (laughs) uh, All right. So here's part. Here's part one of Rudy Rudy Giuliani. On Sean Handy with this amazing revelation about the uh, the Stormy Daniels payments from uh, Michael Cohen and um, and Trump's knowledge of such. Are you concerned in the process of this? We did discover that. A- oh, oh, of course. I love the fact that the lead up to this. This is great. The lead up to this is him talking about the the Steele dossier. He's like, aren't you concerned about the Steele dossier? We had a foreign national hired by Fusion GPS who worked with Russians. <laughs> I mean, all on the up and up, all perfectly legal. Um, but uh, you know, uh, but any, anyway, so that's where that's how this the wind up on this. I love this so much. Are you concerned in the process of this? We did discover that a foreign national, Christopher Steele was paid through Fusion GPS, used Russian sources that not only weren't verified, but were debunked. Are you concerned that that was paid for to manipulate the American people in the lead-up to an election? Isn't that closer to the 
mandate than no. Michael Cohen? No. Why isn't that I, having something? Where's Mueller on that, sir? Having 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 something to do with paying some Stormy Daniels woman one hundred thirty thousand? I mean, which is going to turn out to be perfectly legal. That money was not campaign money. Sorry, I'm giving you a fact now that you don't know. It's not campaign um, money. No wait. campaign finance violation. So, so they, they funneled it through the law firm. Funneled it? Funneled through the law firm through and law the president firm. repaid it. Oh, I didn't know. He did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 poor, poor Hannity. Poor Hannity was just gobsmacked. <laughs> did you hear that? Let's hear that again. Oh, I didn't know. He did. I love the gasp at the beginning. The gasp is really good. I, I have one that I amplified here a little bit more. Oh. <laughs> It's like somebody touched oh. him in a bad place. Uh, oh. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he you know sat on. Do it. He sat on a thumb. You know what you have to. You know what you have to do with that is save that for when uh, the indictment comes down from Mueller. <laughs> oh. And oh. then we'll have to play that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on a loop all day, all day. But so here's the thing. I didn't. I didn't hear the whole interview. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of amazed right now. This is new to me that Hannity was trying to push Giuliani in the direction of the Steele dossier. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, and Giuliani was like, well, let's let's talk about Stormy Daniels. Just, that was, that's amazing. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's great. It's it's so good. <laughs> I thought about clipping that out. And I was like, no, no, I got to have that in there because, you know, Hannity really thought he was getting them on the windup. Yeah, they're just going to go crazy on the Steele dossier and maybe they'll get to... You know, Vince Foster on Mars. Uh, so. Oh my goodness! Seriously, Benghazi. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. They really caught Hannity off guard. Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> uh, oh, oh! Uh, uh, how much warning did Rudy Giuliani give Sean Hannity? <laughs> how much? How much warning did Rudy Giuliani give Sean Hannity for that bombshell? Zero. Oh. <laughs> oh, we're going to get mileage out of that tonight. I know. God. That's amazing, oh. though. No guys? Zero. I mean, really, you know, the dossier, the fusion, the this, the that. And then he just. Can you play that again for me, please? Because this uh, is beautiful. Y- you want to hear the whole thing? The, the... No, I just want to hear, like, the end when mm. he's talking. Just. Well, the. the... Don't have to hear it again. Yeah, I can't. I can't play. Just, I mean, the only thing I have clipped out expressly from that is just uh, the Hannity's Sorry. Hannity's gasp. Uh, I just love the fact that it was all steel, foreign national, and mm-hmm. then oh, I didn't know he did. Yeah, so it's great, isn't it? It's really good. It's really oh. good. You know, you really, you know, I mean, that, that was a it was a, a plot twist there. Mm. Rudy did some last-minute rewrites. He's a renegade. Yeah, you know that's like all the. It's like it's like for the Avengers trailer, they shot all these fake scenes that weren't in the movie, and then you know you're you're probably hearing you know coming up on Fox News, Rudy Giuliani destroys libtards, you know, and then all of a sudden, oh, I didn't know he did. So continuing, I love this because Hannity is so rattled at this point. He's like, so there's no campaign law? (laughs) 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 
Oh. And no, there's zero. zero. That's where the zero comes in. <laughs> so they don't even say, you know, campaign finance violation or anything like that or no crime committed. There's no there's no law. There's no campaign finance law. Zero. (laughs) (laughs) There's no campaign finance law. No. Zero. Zero. Yeah. Zero. So, (laughs) (laughs) all right. So, uh, let's listen to this entire clip. There's no campaign finance law. Zero. So the president. Just like every Sean. So this decision was made by everybody. Everybody was nervous about this from the very beginning. I wasn't. I knew how much money Donald Trump put into that campaign. I said, 130000 He's going to do a couple of checks for 130000 When I heard uh, Cohen's uh, retainer of 35000 when he was doing no work for the president, mm. I said, but that's how he's repaying. That's how, we, how's he, how he's repaying it, with a little profit and a little margin for paying taxes for Michael. The Look, president, but do you know the president didn't know about this? Uh, I believe uh-huh. that's what He didn't Michael know about said. the specifics of it. Uh-huh. I know. But he did know about the general arrangement that Michael would take care of things like this. Like I take care of things like this for my clients. I don't burden them with every single thing that comes along. Uh, no. These are busy people. Yeah. So Trump literally said. clients are Turkish. Just They're busy. They're busy. They're busy. Yeah. So. I'm going to see if I have that. Uh, yeah, yeah, here. I, I I knew I had it. So here we go. Uh, you know, um, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a doggone minute. Um, I will wait zero. Yeah, this is this is uh, from Air Force One. Air, For- Air Force One. Um, <laughs> Trump denies knowing about Stormy Daniels payments on Air Force One is the exact clip the the name i gave the clip so the mm-hmm. audio is really hard to hear but here we go did you know about the hundred thirty thousand dollar payment to Tommy Daniels? then why did michael why did michael go and make it if there was no truth around me you have to ask michael michael's my attorney and you'll have to ask michael do you know where he got the money to make that payment no i don't know no, I don't know. No, I don't know where you got. I didn't. I don't know about yep. it. You'll have to ask Michael Cohen. I don't know where the money came no, from. No, no, and then no, I don't know. You have to. Ask. This this is on tape. Yeah. Sorry, sorry for interrupting you. Guys. No, that's okay. <sighs> that, that that's uh, it's important stuff. Um, <clears throat> but uh, so there was, you know, well, the president didn't know the specifics, like what specifics that. He was, I mean, how, how does he not know the specifics? Okay, maybe he doesn't know the fine print that nobody reads on something, on a, on a legal document or something like that. But no, did he know about the payment, who it was going to, when it was made, uh, why it was made? Trump, Trump he knew said it all. No. Yeah, he said no, but he's known it since October of 2016. Yeah. I mean, According he's no, to Rudy. Yeah. I mean, I, well, yeah. I mean, and well, yeah, and that's <laughs> that's in the damage control stuff that we have from Fox and Friends, which is uh, just uncanny. I couldn't believe it. You know, it was like it's important to point out that this whole Rudy Giuliani thing happened this week. It was mm-hmm. last Friday when when Trump called into Fox and Friends and gave that half hour interview. Oh my God! Right. 
I, yep. I'm bringing this up because that was when he first said Michael Cohen is handling this whole crazy Stormy Daniels thing. First time he mentioned Stormy Daniels. On Melania's birthday, no less. Remember? Yes. Happy birthday, to, Melania. Like, it feels like it's been weeks ago, but that was just a week ago. Yeah. By the way, Ken, how many presents did he buy Melania for her birthday? Uh, Zero. Yeah. Well <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> played, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have that on hockey. Um, but yeah, that was when. Uh, that was. Uh, uh, Just a week ago. Oh. Yeah. Yes. And. Uh, oh, where is it? Where is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, here. I, I, I need. Yeah. A week ago, we pl- we were playing this all the damn night. All damn night. Stormy Daniels, let's do it on Melania's birthday. <laughs> so happy birthday to Melania. Oh, I didn't know he did. <laughs> oh my god america uh, uh, what yeah. are we doing uh, <laughs> america zero oh my god yeah it's it's uh my head is full can i be excused <laughs> this is, this is really I mean, I know that this administration and what's been happening for the past two years in this country is crazy, but this past, from last Friday to today, this is way beyond bonkers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's... Oh, yeah, we're, we're in beyond bonkers territory <clears throat> right now. Well, and, and when... Is- <laughs> I, you know, I saw a tweet today, Joe, but go ahead, go ahead and finish your thought. And let me see if I can find I just- the tweet going to say this is uncharted bunkers territory as they say you know how many times you met how many times america has faced a challenge like this i don't think any joe i could tell you how many how many ken zero sorry i was looking for the tweet (laughs) looking for the tweet (laughs) um (laughs) I, i i literally all day all week I have I have TMJ, so I like take out stress in my jaw. Mm-hmm. But all week my jaw has just been dropping so much that oh, there's no stress because the jaw is on the floor. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That works yeah. for you. Yeah, it is. See? It's healthy for me. But what a fun, sexy time for you. Yeah. <laughs> so I I, I, I don't have time to pull that clip up. Um, no, I'm, I'm going to try and find it on the uh, on the break. Uh, but yeah, it was it was awesome. Basically, I'll paraphrase. It, 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 I don't know who it was, but they said um, uh, somebody tweeted out something to the effect of, um, "I love the Trump doing damage control of Giuliani doing damage control of Trump doing damage control of Giuliani doing damage control." <laughs> Because, That'll happen just today. I know, I know. It's <laughs> quite uncanny. Um, and uh, but anyway, um, uh, yeah, I, I was gonna go ahead and um, uh, oh, oh yeah, and of course that's the big story is that you know we, we played the the audio from Trump on Air Force One, and we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to his statements from today after we get to Rudy Giuliani's damage control from yesterday morning, because the Hannity thing was Wednesday night. Fox and Friends was yesterday, and then they gave yeah. Giuliani a nap, and uh, I don't think he uh, he's been well. Then he was on Kill Me. I don't know, but that was probably after uh, Fox and Friends. I don't know. That was after Fox. That was after Fox <clears throat> and Friends. 
So that was yesterday, but yeah, he's been he's been sleeping off his uh, his uh, whirlwind uh, 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 hangover uh, here. So, um, but anyway, we're gonna go ahead. Uh, I want to go to break a little bit early just because we've got four Fox and Friends clips, and I want to make sure we get to all of them um, in the next segment. So, um, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna play Right Wing World by Macaroni <laughs> because. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, that's that's what needs to be done. Yeah, it really is. And uh, oh, listen, I have a new bumper for everybody too. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and run to the break. When we come back, we're gonna get into this the mess from Fox and Friends. It's amazing. We are living in the most spectacular, difficult, and dangerous period in history. In search of knowledge, we have probed the depths of nature never before explored. We have challenged the sky and sent great engines thrusting far into space. Amazing feats. Our sacrifices have been many. Our discoveries constant. And our questions unending. The courage to see through these troubled times to a bright future comes from Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Glenn Becky Becky stand. Welcome to Right Wing World. Are you ready, man? Every man for himself. And they little heads, they so cute. Can we call them little heads? It'll get more crazy than a little bit. Studies say Fox News will make you ignorant, belligerent, and misinformed. With Donald Trump asking where the president was born. Something smelly when I'm watching Megyn Kelly. Got her talking points and her propaganda ready. Yep. Bill O'Reilly claiming he's a factor, but tell me what's wacker than a right wing actor? The recipe for a real race baiter makes one part liar with one part hater. Sprinkle ignorance and you almost through. Grab a suit and tie and throw them on Fox News. Uh, I get the blues when I watch the evening news. I get the blues when I watch the evening news. I get the blues when I watch the evening news. Time to turn it off because the media is world. I get the blues when I watch the evening news. I get the blues. When I watch the evening news, yep. I get the blues when I watch the evening news. Uh. What am I to do? Oh, what am I to do? I've been in right wing world for an hour, and all I can smell is being gay and gunpowder. So nasty, I already need a shower. The right wing world full of right wing cowards, right wing trolls. Every time they speak, the sitting starts off with Benghazi. Everyone's equal, I promise, I swear Just as long as those people don't want health care As long as those people stay over there Did I mention Fox News, balance and fair? As long as you attend church every Sunday And you're not black or brown or gay or young or smart Middle class or poor Even if you just came back from the war No matter who you are, there's nowhere to hide I'm a right wing troll, but I look at both sides uh, I get the blues when I watch the evening news I get the blues when I watch the evening news, I get the blues when I watch the evening news. Time to turn it off because the media is world. I get the blues when I watch the evening news. I get the blues when I watch the evening news. I get the blues when I watch the evening news. What am I to do? Oh, what am I to do? You don't care. 
care about the trillions of dollars to bail out the banks and all the uh, the the credit card companies. Kathy, get off my phone! Get off my phone, you little pinhead! I'm gonna lose my mind today. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of the Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and you know how much longer you have to wait for showtime? This many seconds. Zero. Yeah, that many. Uh, so <laughs> that was lame. That was forced. I'm sorry. I'll do better next time uh but of course uh but how many more chances do i get zero damn it uh all right uh let's go ahead and um <clears throat> welcome back rain from four freedoms blog in washington dc hello i am glad to be back and um yeah i'm still i got nothing funny i'm so confused about this week. nothing you got so you're saying you have zero funny things to say I, no, I'll find some. <laughs> I think uh, I will, but I just, I'm sure you, know, you will. I, my God, this yeah. week, just every hour, it's like what? Did that? Uh-huh. What? Yeah, what? it's yeah, it's like. Oh, I didn't know he did. 
Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I I actually do have that in common with Tic Tac Head. Yeah. Oh, oh, what a what a horrible. Oh. <laughs> and of course, <laughs> Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City uh, from the Tim Cormel Show, uh, and uh, I will be joining in the fun on the Tim Cormel Show this Sunday. You will, and uh, yeah. you know you know how how many Trumps we have in Scranton tonight? Um, Zero. Is that right? <laughs> That's right. That's good. You know how many? Uh, uh, di- <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> You know how many? You know, you know, uh, no. Wait, do you know how many non-Trump cultists were at the were at the NRA convention in uh, Texas today? Zero. There you go. So, uh, so anyway, welcome I back. Even listen to that hot mess. Today. Oh no, I didn't either. I, li- I watched one clip where a bunch of people booed Ted Cruz when Trump endorsed him. Those guys. Oh, seriously, you want hot soul sucking action? Trump and Cruz. My God. I hate both of them so much, and they hated each Cruz other so today? much. And now, what's that? He endorsed Cruz today at the at NRA the NRA convention? convention. Yeah, and a whole bunch of people booed Cruz. Oh wow! Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Why am I persecuted? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I so persecuted? Oh yeah. my god, that brings me joy. Yeah. Why am I persecuted? <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> oh ah. poor boy. Uh, yeah. You know how many prominently in my clown card this week? Oh, good, good. And uh, but you know uh, how many fucks I have to give uh, for Ted Cruz? Zero. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, but let's get to the so so Guliani went on in in blue tic tac heads, slant heads, uh, little little pea brain. Oh. Oh. <laughs> And so everybody was talking about it. Everybody's talking. About it. Not enough people talked about Hannity's reaction because Hannity was flabbergasted. And, and yeah, Hannity especially didn't talk about Hannity's reaction. But um, this is uh, the damage control that started. And, and to, you know what? In Fox and Friends, I'll say they didn't let him off the hook completely. Um, but, uh, you know, they were, it was still pretty friendly, you know, again, they're, they got to watch out. You're going to get a fake news award next year. Neil Cavuto is definitely getting one next year. We'll find out later why. Um, but, uh, here's the, here's part one with, uh, Giuliani on Fox and friends doing damage control over the revelation that made Sean Hannity go, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) This, Uh, this is the morning after. Yes, I, I feel like we need to have. There's got to be a morning, morning after. after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there doesn't have to be. No. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> so uh, anyway, um, here's uh, here's part one of uh, the the big curvy couch, and uh, Giuliani uh, mashing it down on one end. Stormy Daniels got paid $130,000. Michael Cohen said, hey, I took this out. I took a loan out to order to pay it. The president said I didn't know anything about it. Uh, you came out last night and said, I looked at the receipts. This was uh, done through private. Nothing to do with campaign funds. That, it was is, done through a retainer. That's it, clear. It's, right. It's been done through a retainer fee. Right. And eventually he got paid back. And he just found out about it just now and you going through this. So the president, uh, <laughs> so the president tweeted out this this morning to further explain, because this ends up being the biggest story of the day and the night. 
night. Mr. Cohen, an attorney, received a monthly retainer not from the campaign and having nothing to do with the campaign from which he entered into through reimbursement. A private contract between two parties known as a non-disclosure agreement or an NDA. These agreements are very common among celebrities and people of wealth. In this case, it is in full force and effect <coughs> and will be used in arbitration for damages against Miss Clifford, uh, who's Stormy Daniels. Right. The agreement was used to stop the false extortionist accusations made by her about an affair, despite already having signed a detailed letter admitting that there was no affair prior to its violation by Miss Clifford and her attorney. This was a private agreement. Money from the campaign or campaign contributions played no role in this transaction. I don't think there's any contradiction to that. That's what I said last night. People were indeed surprised, which is why I think this is a tweet that's very valuable, because right. the president, president indicates he, he understood it. Uh, the, the, he didn't know the details of this until we knew the details of it, which is a couple of weeks ago. Uh, maybe not even a couple, maybe 10 days ago. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. Uh, you know what the chances of him not knowing about it until just a few weeks ago? Zero. Yeah, that many chances. <laughs> So, I want to say, I want to say this because <laughs> I want you to listen. I want you to listen for through the next clips. There are some really important things that Giuliani says, and I I made a little uh, I made a redux of what he says that I think Mueller is going to be writing down as he watches these interviews, um, <laughs> because there's. Some uh, there, uh, Rudy uh, isn't doing a very good job at saying that this isn't campaign related. This payoff, you think he, he's doing a bad job? And I haven't heard a lot of people talking about this. I'm sure they are, but I I, I kind of had a lot of other stuff going on, so I didn't get to listen to CNN or anything too much. So here's here's part two. Remember when this came up, October 2016. Yeah. I was with him day in and day out then. I can't remember. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> remember when this came up? <laughs> October 2016. <laughs> I can't remember what happened. You just said you remembered when it happened. So you know Trump knew about when it happened. You don't have to know all the minutia, but pay her off. You knew that was going. You knew that. I mean, come on, it's simple. So anyway, that was the first important thing. That's a great point. Oh, my God. I mean, remember when this happened. I don't know what happened. I just remember remember the exact date of it. But other than that, I don't remember what kind of insure I had for breakfast. Um, Insure. You know how many times I have insure for breakfast? Zero. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> you didn't know that. <laughs> Continuing. The details of what happened. Well, and this on. was, I know 135000 I don't want to, you know, demean anyone, but 135000 seems like a lot of money. It's not when you're putting $100 million into your campaign. It's it's uh, it isn't pocket change, but right. it's pretty close to you it know, at the end. Last night when you were on with Sean, we were all watching the interview, and I feel sorry for 
Melania in all of this, it's humiliating, it's embarrassing. No, I, I don't know if we'll ever really know what happened there, if it's any of our business, to be honest with you. Maybe it is since he's the president. <laughs> but um, I, something that did yeah, stand maybe. out to mm-hmm. me, I remember when Michael Cohen was interviewed about it, and he it seemed like he was saying that he was never reimbursed that $130,000, and now it sounds like the story's changing. Well, he, I mean, he's, uh, he was definitely reimbursed. There's no doubt about so it. So why did I, he I, say he wasn't? Maybe, maybe... First of all, if we had to defend this as not being a campaign contribution, I think we could do that. This was for personal reasons. Okay. The president had been hurt uh-huh. personally, not okay. politically, personally sure, so much. Sure. And, and, and the first lady, by some of the false allegations, uh, that one more false allegation, right. six years old, mm-hmm. I think he was trying to help the family. And I, to, to, for that, the man is being treated like some kind of villain. And I think he was just being a good lawyer so and a you, good man. Oh. Oh, okay. So, so you heard him there. That so that's the end of it. That's the end of it right there. Giuliani just said, "No, this was purely personal. This was all just personal. Didn't have anything to do with the campaign." All right, that's settled. Until the next clip. Until the next clip. (laughs) Because God. Um. Yeah, Mueller is taking notes. You dipshit. What he's the, he has to be the worst fucking lawyer I've ever seen on television. I mean, I, I, I you know, usually when a lawyer goes on TV to defend the indefensible, they're good at it and they can do the kind of the Roger Stone argle bargle where they go down all these different routes and really try and confuse you or something. I don't even know if this is Stone a lawyer. I don't even know if he is, but you know, that, that kind of, you know, it's, they sound like they're really intelligent. They sound like they know what they're talking about. They're consistent. They've got, you know, laser focus and zero, 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 zero focus for, uh, for Rudy in this. Because Rudy is, I'm just going to put this out there and we'll see what comes up. I said it to you guys, I think last week, I would not be surprised if he has already flipped for Mueller. But the other thing, and I don't think he has flipped, to be honest with you. The other thing, I think that Rudy Giuliani is trying to get himself out of jail. Could be, could be. Um, But uh, it's so weird. This is so weird. Yeah. And, you know, somebody brought up the great point the other day, Joe, last year, um, what Giuliani said on Fox Fox News about um, the Muslim ban and Trump came to me and asked me how to, you know, have a Muslim ban and make it legal. And, yeah, right. and the courts right. used that to strike down the travel ban, the Muslim mm-hmm. ban, the Muslim ban. Yes. Yes. So, tell me Mueller's not writing this down, because, again, we just heard, he did this to save the marriage, to save the family. That's what he did. He did. And but and, and, it doesn't stay that same in this clip, though. It's amazing. So, uh, there were no campaign violations because it was out of uh, Donald Trump's pocket. That makes it nice and clear. But it wasn't for the campaign. Oh. Right. It was to save... Their ma- sure. Not their marriage as much as their, their reputation. Right. So let's, let's go into that. Why was the $130,000 payment given to Stephanie Clifford? That's what they negotiated. But why did he, the, the campaign, or why did the attorney <laughs> pay her the money? What was she alleging? Well, she was alleging, although there's the contrary letter that she right. signed, that it never happened, that there was some, a, a one-time affair. Uh, 
And, and I think when Cohen heard 130000 he said, my God, this is cheap. They come cheap. Let me, let me get the thing signed up and signed off. So in uh, other words, to make it go away rather than fight this allegation. Well, you said, don't you think a lot of these people would pay that when they can? I mean, I represented, I can't disclose, I represented clients who paid substantially more than that. Does this happen a lot? Like he said in that tweet, when you're wealthy, not, not, you... Yeah. Well, first of all, if you're wealthy, you're a target. If you're wealthy, you're a target. I mean, what? we had a case, very famous person. Uh, this woman was a professional. You could do a movie about it. She was a professional that would hit on rich guys, older ones. Bullshit. And then shake them down for a couple million bucks. Right? Bullshit. So you're saying, you're saying that Stephanie Clifford uh, made these allegations, uh, told Donald Trump's lawyer, look, I'm, and, and I'm in the public. And denied them. And then said it wasn't true. However, imagine if that came out on October 15th, 2016, sure. in the middle of the you know, last debate with Hillary right. Clinton. So to make it yeah. go away, they, they made this Cohen payment. didn't even ask. Uh, Cohen, did it. Co- Cohen made it go away. He did his job. Right. Imagine if this had come out on October 15th in the middle of the last debate. I, I thought I'm it was gobsmacked. to save the family. I, I thought it was to save the family. Oh, and Kat pointed well, out something, too, that we missed. Uh, she said, uh, wait, was the 130K part of the uh, millions that he put into his campaign? Yes. Because they, he said it in the same breath. So Yes, Kat is on point. But, just, this is, imagine if it came out on, what he said, October 15th, yeah. right? Yeah. Stormy Daniels, her story with In Touch was, I believe, 2011. Mm-hmm. It was a while ago. And her... What's that? I said, yeah, it was a while ago, for sure. It was a while ago, and it was that other lawyer, the Daniels dude, <laughs> who made it go away by paying Cohen. Mm-hmm. Just want to put that out there. We can't... Pre- this story is so complicated and so simple at the same time. Yeah. Well, the the... The thing is, it's the it's keeping up with the the Giuliani stuff here because he you know he just uh, the the audio that let, let me see I have it clipped out here the what I think and I probably should have caught the the one that Cat was talking about but um, the uh, so much, Ken. here's Jones. the here here's the Redux that I pulled out so just so I, there's little beeps in between remember when this came up. October 2016. First of all, this, if we had to defend this as not being a campaign contribution, I think we could do that. This was for personal reasons. It wasn't for the campaign. Right. It was to save their ma- sure. not their marriage as much as their, their reputation. Right. So let's, yeah. let's. Imagine if that came out on October 15th, 2016, sure. yeah, in the middle of the you know, last debate with Hillary right. Clinton. So to make it yeah. go away, they, they made this Cohen payment. didn't even ask. Uh, Cohen, didn't, Co- Cohen made it go away. He didn't ask. <laughs> that's something else that's really important. He didn't ask. He just made it go away. Sure. He didn't know what was going on. He says just who? Something that was happening. <laughs> go, go. Yeah. Says who? <laughs> uh, Make this go away. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Says who? Zero people. I, I, I really do think when he said Cohen didn't even ask. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is is more dam. That's there was a lot of stuff in this interview that's damaging, but that's really damaging. At that point, Mueller and his people were like, "Oh, he didn't ask. Well, then how did he know?" 
Sure. Well, I don't know about the illegality of it all, but I think, at least in the ethics arena, entering into a binding agreement for a client without telling the client yeah, has got to be against everything, every ethics rule, if not the law itself. Yeah, and it, lawyers, this could be a lawyers do. Yeah, this could be a huge violation of campaign finance laws, too, because if it was, you know... Uh, if this was done and the timing of it, I mean, no, this was to save the embar- timing is important. This was to save the marriage. Uh, I, save oh, I'm sure Melania and Donald were really happy to hear that. Uh, it was to save the marriage. Uh, I don't think anything's saving that marriage after this. For after whenever his silly ass is out of the White House, um, but um, but I think that was that was stunning that you know he. Um, I totally forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, the, fact, the fact that Giuliani went out there and talked about their marriage. Yeah. Nobody, <laughs> nobody in Trump's circle, in Trump's actual circle, has talked about the marriage. Yeah, exactly. And I found that really interesting. Really, really interesting. You know, I mean, I mean I'm sure <laughs> Melania is like, I'm going to get some avocado and I'm going to throw it in your face, Donald. Yeah. I, <laughs> so, uh, oh, he's using, using probably the marriage, allergic I, to avocado. I, I kind of feel like that was sort of, I, I mean, I don't think any of us believe that it's a steady and stable and happy marriage. But oh, no. the fact that Giuliani used whatever's going on and used the marriage as a reason, it's really kind of under the belt. Yeah, so he he paid her off so that Melania wouldn't hear about it. Yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank so you. So that <laughs> so that if she heard about it, there was a really good chance she'd believe it. Just like <laughs> Comey said, there was a real good chance she'd believe about the peeing in exactly. Moscow. Exactly. Oh, uh, circle. It's only one percent. Ah, so I get it. So. You see, because I know this. If someone told my wife <laughs> that a porn star was trying to extort money from me because I had sex with her, she'd laugh and laugh and laugh. She would and say would that there is a zero chance of chance that, that ever happened. Same here. That's a, and that's a beautiful point because that's what Giuliani is trying to do. He is really trying to have it both ways. He's trying to say that this didn't happen. And yet, Cohen was paying the money to save the marriage. And honestly, him saying that it was damaging the marriage, I think they'd probably rather say it was to help the campaign. You know? This is so weird. Yeah, well... Because it's weirder that that he used it for the the marriage. mm -hmm. Because that indicates a really bad marriage. (laughs) No, some, some say their marriage is in good shape. Tip top shape we call it sometimes tippy top shape zero oh yeah you know what the chances of that statement are yeah. being true yeah. zero that's that's right uh oh <laughs> uh, i'm gonna go out on a limb I'm go ahead out there i think that rudy giuliani is a very bad truth teller maybe he's born with it maybe it's lies I heard a rumor that when he had all his lower teeth pulled out, he had a stroke. (laughs) You know what? We should talk about that. 
Yeah, yeah I think I think we so. We should talk about that. Actually, I've got. Is that real? I what? don't think he had a stroke. <laughs> no, I, I made that a stroke, up. But that's <laughs> am I? Am I? Do I sound too serious? Your deadpan <laughs> was pretty good on that. That was pretty good. Yeah. He, yeah. He had I like a stroke. So you, you always sound sound too serious. But <laughs> in, the <laughs> dentist, <laughs> in the dentist chair. He was laying in the dentist chair, and he said, "Stop!" Zero. I was listening to Morning Joe today. How yeah. many teeth does he have on his lower plate? Zero. <laughs> That's Zero. right. They're just stubs. But uh, it was it was Nika. Nika actually came out and said that she noticed that his is he's diminished as a person. Oh, yeah, he she looks said, like shit. She, oh, yeah. she was talking about his mental capacity today. Yeah, he looks and sounds like and shit. I mean, since the RNC. Yeah, we go from, you know, from America to zero in, <laughs> in, uh, in what, three years? America! Uh, and then, of, oh, wait, there it is. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, Joe Scarborough wrote a, 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 yeah, po- a, a Washington Post op-ed uh, today today. yeah saying uh, you know saying how when he was young and and first you know in the in the uh lawyer business the legitimate lawyer business that he was uh quite the prosecutor Mm -hmm. you know know, and and he took down the mob and cleaned up new york city uh when it was you know uh crime ridden and then all of a sudden Zero. <laughs> no, but that's it's a really good point. I, I I just feel like Trump seven he's seventy one, right? And I'm going ages here now, guys. Yeah. Okay, Trump, Trump, Giuliani yeah. is right. seventy three. Right. I am was, over I'm yeah. over these older white Republican men because they're not helping the world. No, I'm no, glad this you, is I'm glad you said Republican got to be their last gasp but anyway let me get to the last cl- clip because this really il- illustrates how batshit rudy's gotten because uh, he just gets nervous and and buggy uh when michael avenatti's name gets brought up i mean i would <laughs> love to see those two go toe to toe in a courtroom holy shit that would be awesome um, but, uh, but yeah, so, cause you know, Fox, Fox and conservatives are all going bonkers because I guess Avenatti asked for a show on MSNBC or something like that. And it was probably a joke. He's like, Hey, you should give me a show, you know? And, um, uh, but you know, I don't know. Nobody knows anything about it, but you know, so they decided to bring up that anecdote because wow, is that the most damaging thing you can bring up about Avenatti is that he asked somebody for a TV show. <laughs> I want Stormy to have a, uh, a TV show, or maybe she can be a regular on Michelle Wolf's show, and that'll make all the the pea brains explode. That would be great. Uh, so here, here's the last one from Damage Control on Fox and Friends. Uh, Michael Avenatti, who represents Stormy Daniels, to to he wants to be yeah. to get a TV show or something. Yeah, yeah, he wants. He to said get a he TV watched show. your interview last night. He, he said the this. TV show he could get is you know well. 
Yeah, well, the ambulance uh, chase. He evidently asked oh. MSNBC for one, and they laughed. He said, "I'm rarely as even your... MSNBC left." Right? Yes, they did. My God, he, must he be says, terrible. "I'm rarely, as your viewers know, rendered speechless, but I'm absolutely speechless at this revelation and admission. This is an outrage. What has gone on here? The American people have been lied to about this agreement. Yeah, well, that, about yeah, the, the whole investigation is that and about the reimbursement. Oh. This is consistent with what we've been saying for months. This uh-huh. ultimately is going to be proven, and ultimately we're going to come out." He went on to say, "The president. This proves the president will not finish his term." But I, I, I don't get any of that. What is it? It proves what we've been saying from the beginning. It had nothing to do with the campaign. It was a personal matter. It proves that they're yep. stick-up artists. I don't believe he was the attorney back then. So he's trying to make up for what he thinks. You know, he's, he's trying to make money. Yeah. It turned out when you look at it, they figured they should have gotten a lot more than one hundred thirty-five thousand for it. Should be in the in the seven figures. And this guy wants it. Is he going to give up his one-third of it? I doubt it. Okay. Right. I mean, he's going to take that money and, you know, jump in the next ambulance. All right. Let's talk a little bit about uh, something else. <laughs> wow. There's a, there's, a little, there's a little shart at the end, the nervous charts about Avenatti's name. <laughs> that one was no, terrible. He's 73. He probably had a little depends on him. And I'm sorry. He, I know I'm being ageist. I'm sorry. He called Avenatti... An ambulance chaser? Yeah. He's going to jump in the next ambulance? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Rudy's going to jump in the next Trump ass. <laughs> that comes yeah. along. Avenatti evidently on Twitter said, yeah, I'm an ambulance chaser. He's like, come on, bring it on. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he said, Rudy, come on, how about you and me and Hannity? Let's go. My flarp needs warmed up again. Damn it. I don't like it when it squeaks like that. We could, we could get Rudy to warm your flarp up. Oh, uh, just oh, put don't it. In, just put it in the. Uh, yeah, just put it in his between the lip and the pinch between the lip and gums. Um, so <laughs> I wouldn't want it back. <laughs> Probably dissolve no. into some kind of acrid, toxic swill. Um, so, and so your yeah, lower plates would fall out. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you'd have a little baby corn teeth left. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, with me. I know you guys are laughing yeah. at me for being so naive, but he is really just making no sense. No, he's no, he's not. And Trump is still out there saying, "I love him." <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, I think know. he's having little mini strokes. I think he's having little mini strokes. Who, Trump or Giuliani? Both. Both. I-, I think they're sharing them. Yeah, they're sharing mini. <laughs> <laughs> they take turns but anyway um yeah so all right so we got that out of the way and we we got to run to the break because bobber's gonna come in and we're gonna make him listen to sarah huckabee sanders try and explain away all this <laughs> oh oh that's uh, a joy sarah sarah huckabee sanders yeah maybe she's born with it maybe it's lies <laughs> it's probably lies <laughs> Oh, hey, PJ. Sharky. Pete, no, it's PJ. Whenever his father falls asleep, he stands over his sleeping body and barks at him for some reason. <laughs> Wake up! Wake up! <laughs> Wake up! I want to play. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, see some more pictures of the boys, Joe. It's a thing. It's just a thing. PJ uh, PJ offers restless un, uh, uh, unrestless sleep. How how much? Zero times. Zero. 
Yeah. <laughs> Poor pal. Then pal eventually has to jump up and, and snap at him, and then he shuts up. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let your so father oh, sleep. God damn it. God damn it. Uh, so. familiar. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and run to the break. We'll get Bobber on, and then uh, I'm sure Sarah Huckabee Sanders will be able to clear all this up. Uh, don't be so sure. <laughs> I think we know the chances of that. Zero. Yeah. That's so right. <laughs> <laughs> let's go ahead and run to the break. Oh, be excited, everybody. New intermission for everyone. I actually found uh, some other wonderful old-timey uh um intermission uh stuff from uh old movie theaters yeah yeah old timey uh so enjoy they're about the same length but uh you'll hear about our our beef burgers and things like that Mm -hmm. that we have to offer at the snack bar so uh (laughs) everybody uh post your favorite intermission picks on the break we'll be right back with lots more turn up the night and bobber will join the fray Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on uh, IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, uh... Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington D.C. Hello, welcome back. I am, I am always happy to join with you guys. Happy Excellent. Friday. And look at this, your bobber half has joined us here on the program, uh, ladies and gentlemen. It's the one and only bobber from Four Freedoms blog in Washington D.C. Hello, bobber. Are you there? Hi. hi. Hello. Oh. Hi. hi. I'm, I'm back. I'm oh, back. Joe's back. 
Yeah, Joe's. Yeah, Bob's Bob, there. Hey, oh no, hey, no, it's what? still it's still Colin. So anyway, Joe's hand horses, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to the program. Yay! Oh, I I got I got chat tango back and everything. I had to oh, reboot good. my whole house. Your oh. entire house. <laughs> Do you know how many networks I have running in this house? <laughs> um. Well, for a while there, zero. Uh, because you That's were rebooting. Because right. you were rebooting. Uh, <laughs> and uh, oh, it's not working, Bobber. We're not. We're not able to get Bobber on um, just yet. But um, I think maybe. Right, I'll try to. I'll try to contact him okay now is is light is green now so maybe maybe the third time's a charm here and uh and you know don't say that i didn't give it uh uh zero effort tried three times (laughs) um and um yeah so it's grinding away here but we'll we'll find out there he is hi bobber how are you howdy howdy there you go I win. Oh. <laughs> Yay. Uh, oh. <laughs> what, what was your score there, Bobber? Uh, I, scored a, <laughs> I scored a Brazilian. Oh, a Brazilian. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Youch. Um Yowzer. I don't know I don't know what that means, but I the the one Brazilian I do mean means youch. So <laughs> Unless it's just describing something else from the country of Brazil. Uh, so anyway, uh, welcome back, uh, everybody. And um, yeah, lucky, lucky you, Bobber. You're here just in time to hear from uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's lies. It's probably lies. <laughs> yes, probably lies. <laughs> True <laughs> amount of truth from Sarah Huckabee Sanders? Zero. Oh, big, yeah. big truth. <laughs> yeah. Big truth. Yeah. Tippy top truth. Tip top. Tip top. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so did you see any of the press briefing the other day, uh, Bobber? I try to avoid the press briefings, and they're usually going on when I'm working, so I don't get a chance to watch yeah. them anyway. So. Gotcha. <clears throat> so uh, here, here we go. This is um, I, I know John Carl was one of the questioners here, but I couldn't identify the other guy. But so this is, uh, you know, uh, how can we trust anything that comes out of the White House with blatant contradictions uh, regarding the Stormy Daniels thing? And um, yeah, get ready. It, all right. Drink for outside counsel. <laughs> drink for uh, I, uh, the best information I had at the time. Uh, <laughs> and I will continue to do so. <laughs> Those are the three things you need to drink. All other uh, phrases, uh, you have to drink zero times. So um, here's uh, here's part one of yesterday's briefing and the lies that come from smoky eyes. And by the way, uh, it looks like Michelle Wolf really got to Sarah Huckabee Sanders because uh-huh. she's ditched the eye makeup. At oh, least yeah. she's using very light colors now. So, she's also ditched her hair person. Uh yeah, and you know what? You what's, mean like her sh- her shampoo? Oh, <laughs> and you you know what's really wow. funny Maybe is she was just on a bender last night. Could I be, so. could be. You know Who what's could re- blame the girl? Really funny is um Susan and I were going through some Resistor Sister episodes the other day to f- figure out what we're gonna play next week while the broadcast is off because we're gonna do like the best of Resistor Sisters in the afternoons at three Eastern, and um. 
we were going through an episode and we heard Heidi say something about Smoky Eyes that was prescient. Um, and uh, you're not going to want to miss that tonight at 10:15. Resistor Sisters in the second segment, and of course in the first segment, you'll get to hear all about incels from me, Kenny. Yay, Pick. incels! Oh, terrible. So anyway, Sarah Huckabee Sanders again. Drink for outside counsel. Drink for uh, <laughs> the best. What was the best uh, facts I had at the time or whatever? And yeah, anyway, just drink for uh, outside counsel. Can you explain why the president, when he spoke, uh, when he asked answered questions to reporters uh, a few weeks ago about the $130,000 payment for Michael Cohen to, uh, to, to Stormy Daniels, why the president was not truthful with the American people and with the people in the street? Uh, as uh, Mayor Giuliani stated, and I'll refer you back to his comments, this was information that the president didn't know at the time, but eventually <laughs> learned. <laughs> <laughs> Take a broader uh, view on this. Is no, you can't talk about the details. Um, but can I, can I ask you, when the president so often says things that turn out not to be true, when the president and the White House show what appears to be a blatant disregard for the truth, how are the American people to trust? or believe what is said here or what is said by the president? Uh, we give the very best information that we have at the time. Uh, <laughs> I do that every single day and will continue to do that uh, every day I'm in this position. When the story first happened, it said, came out that uh, Ty Cobb would be leaving and Emmett Flood would be coming in. The president said fake news, said it was not true. Uh, he just when he talked about the prisoners in North Korea, he said the previous administration had been, uh, you know, failed to get them out. These two of them were, were taken prisoner while Donald Trump was president. Uh, and obviously the totally conflicting statements on the Stormy Daniels payment, these are statements that are just not true. Well, uh, when it comes to North Korea, there uh, I think you could also look at Otto Wambrier, who was uh, detained during a previous administration, as was one of the current detainees. I'm going to pause that right there. Otto Warmbier died under Trump's watch, uh, by the way, everybody. Um, yes. And, uh, yeah, two of the other de- detainees were uh, captured under Trump's watch. So uh, shut the fuck up about what happened with Obama, you dumb dick. Um, and so that would reflect the president's comments that he made. Uh, when it comes to the other, uh, the last instance that you mentioned, uh, as Mayor Giuliani stated, this wasn't something that was initially known, but later learned. Um, and again, we give the best information possible at the time, and we're going to continue to do that every single day. Michael Cohen back in February of last year. I mean, this, the reimbursement was happening long before the president was asked about this. Is that a question or? But, but I'm saying, I mean, how could he not have known he was oh. paying him back? Was uh, paying again, him I'm back. not going to get into those details, and I would refer you back to the statements, uh, pretty lengthy statements made by uh, Giuliani both last night and this morning, as well as the president's tweets where they've both spoken about that. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I'm through a fifth of vodka um, after that. Uh, <laughs> I'm done. Uh, <laughs> how, how many more seconds so, can you well, say on the show? Time, you know, just, just offhand, just, just minor detail. That she refer to him as Giuliani, not Mr. Giuliani or um, you know whatever honorarium you would normally give him. She did refer to him briefly as mayor. Briefly. Mm. I think when I say briefly, I mean once. Yeah. But yeah, after that, I, I, I see where he's going. It's suddenly it's Giuliani, like 
you know, he's there's a bus. Here's some tires. <laughs> that that bus is not going to be able to move soon with all the bodies under it. <laughs> I know. It's going to be able to go how many miles an hour? Zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> They're going to have to put it in all-wheel drive. Yeah. It's going to be a monster yeah, truck it, with tires. That's right. I mean, she she called him Mayor Giuliani once, and after that, Giuliani. See, I don't even like when, it when they when they say that, like because it always makes me wince, especially like when they'd say Governor Palin. Oh, it always makes me oh, wince. That that hurt me just then. Yeah, I, see, I can tell you, I'll stick with Mayor Giuliani as opposed to America's. He served. Mayor. Uh, wait, you mean uh, America? America's zero is who he is now. <laughs> I mean, they could have said Rudy Giuliani or, or you know, the advisor, Giuliani, whatever. It just, yeah. it's Counselor just Giuliani. It just, Giuliani. It, sounds, it, it just sounds, um, and I'm saying, not disrespectful. I wouldn't, I'm not going to give her that. Uh, it just it sounds, um, I mean, I think it tells me what, what, they, what they already think of him after being on yeah. the job for 24 hours. Well, Should have call, called him choppers. I, I think it shows what they how they feel about protocol which is not much they don't have protocol in the past <laughs> it would have been you know the the president's lawyer mr giuliani yada yada sorry to throw the seinfeld thing in there but they don't she she's 35 years old i just i've said this before i'm going to say it again she is 35 years old and she has a liberal arts degree there's nothing wrong with having a liberal arts bachelor's degree. She doesn't but. have a political science degree. She doesn't have a communications degree. She doesn't. She doesn't know what she's doing. She knows how to lie. Well, okay. Well, she's not very also, good at it. I think it's really the only job requirement. Yeah, and in her defense, oh my God, did I say that? Ha! <laughs> Let's go, Joe. All right. Um, oh. Just to point out. Um, you know, it's one thing to have to go out there and lie, which she does. But I think she was a little pissed off because you can't keep changing the lie. Yep, especially right. while I'm still out here. No, you're you're right with that. However, it is her job to go in there and talk to the president and talk to whoever the hell is in the communications department and figure out what the talking points are going to be from one day to the next. Sure. And figure out what the hell the president's lawyer Rudy Giuliani was is saying and talking about. What the I hell? Can't, I can't defend her on this. Somebody, somebody has to be the memory in this administration, you know, and say, "Well, no, I can't go out and say that because, you know, a month ago you said this, and this would be a direct contradiction." Oh, that you doesn't know, bother. that doesn't yeah. bother them at all. I know Man, it doesn't bother him, but you know, it, it shouldn't, shouldn't it bother somebody, you know, especially I, the, the, on the firing line. I would bet you, I would bet you, any amount of money that Bannon was the guy who kept track of the lies, and now <laughs> on his, it, on his it, whiteboard. Yeah, on it, well, <laughs> he probably had a whole room full of like Glenn Beck brand chalkboards. Um, right. you know, <laughs> he would, would go in and furiously write, write out all the lies that, so everybody could be on board, you know, with, with that, you know, just, just going crazy. There he goes. All right. These are the lies, everybody memorize them and there will be zero deviation. Um, 
and uh but yeah i i I wouldn't be surprised if if that was his job you know first and foremost because i mean for a while they were actually able to keep up with it but as time goes on i mean you know you could for, for a while there in the beginning people would say okay silly what trump meant was because he would leave out certain words and phrase it a certain way like you know the bleeding out of wherever oh well he didn't expressly say so he didn't say it well now we have now we have him expressly saying one thing and expressly saying another and in in nobody can keep up with this shit and it's uh, you know and that's why neil cavuto basically torched his credibility with the trump cult last night on his show um and we'll we'll listen to that in the the last half of the show but this is the thing about sarah that pisses me off so much i know (laughs) and it 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 really pisses me off is that she whenever she's caught in a possible lie she turns around and says i haven't talked to the president about this yeah well let, let me let me go ahead and I want to get through these because uh, we've got two more from the press briefing and then we got some awesome April Ryan I want to try and squeeze in before we have to go to the break. Uh, here's uh, uh, part two. Uh, Michael Avenatti. Oh no, wrong one. Here it is. Um, oh no, here here's my Huckabee Sanders stammer. Oh yeah, oh, I, I moved it. Never mind. Um, yeah, so here's the next one. Uh, this is uh, her versus Acosta, Jim Acosta on the. Oh. Um, on the lies. The president did talk about monthly retainers in his tweet, and then Rudy Giuliani said that the president only knew about this uh, 10 days to two weeks ago. How can you only be aware of something 10 days to two weeks ago, but at the same time be in the process of paying monthly retainers that apparently covered uh, this reimbursement to, uh, to Michael Cohen? Time! They don't understand time! They don't understand time! (laughs) How much understanding do they have of time? Zero. Yes! It's that timey-wimey thing. They have to get themselves a a TARDIS. Yeah, or at the very least, very least, you know, they could get themselves, uh, you know, one of our our favorite devices uh, around here. Or, I don't know, a clock, a calendar, some shit like that. That'd be cool. Uh, anyway, continuing. Again, I can't get into the details of the ongoing litigation. <laughs> I can't get into the details of the ongoing litigation. Now, I'm going to say this. <laughs> Do you remember when Sarah Huckabee Sanders said this had been settled? Yes. She Let said s- that it was settled under arbitration. Yes. Uh, let me see so, if I can find that real quick. And that's, that's going to blow. Uh, yeah, let me see. Uh, Huckabee she said Storm. That tr- I think it was either Trump or Cohen who said this has been settled under arbitration. And that's when everybody, I think that's when the whole Stormy Daniels thing really just blew up. When we, they, everybody, well, at least me, maybe mm-hmm. our listeners. But it was like, wait, what? Wait. Yeah. Um, uh, let me see. I, I, I misspelled stormy there. So, uh, let me see if I can find this before we, no, I don't know. It it was around that time. And it was right after she said that, when we found out that, um, Michael Cohen decided to go into the California, this is the California case, not Mm, the New York case to say, 
um, we want to block this suit. Incredible. So, so anyway, can't talk about ongoing litigation. Ugh. Refer you back uh, to the president's yeah, outside counsel. Follow up on Great. You, you said on March seventh, uh, there was no knowledge of any payments from the president, and he's denied all of these allegations. Were you lying to us at the time, or were you in the dark? Uh, the president has denied and continues to deny the underlying claim. And again, I've given the best information I had at the time. And I would refer you back to the comments that you yourself just mentioned uh, a few minutes ago about the timeline from Mayor Giuliani. That statement statement was in in reference to the reimbursement, the payment. Again, I gave you the best information that I had. um, And the the allegations, the the president has denied and continues to deny. Why can't you just answer yes or no whether you were in the dark? I think it's a fairly simple question whether you just I think it's a fairly simple answer that I, I've given time. you actually several times now. They gave you the best information that I had, and I'm going to continue to do my best to do that every single day. Maybe she's Ooh. born with it. Maybe it's lies. It's probably lies. <laughs> yep, it is lies. It's lies. They're, you know, they're, they're trying to gaslight the American people, and they're so bad at it. Yeah. They're just terrible. Yeah. yeah. Actually, what they do is they try to gaslight the people, and it they have the gas on backwards and they gaslight themselves. <laughs> which, which explains which explains Sarah's smoky eyes. It's the burnt from the gas. See? Yeah. Rim shot for both of you there. Actually, here, we'll double it up. Rudy, how much humor did you find in that? Zero. Um... <laughs> Uh, okay, next one with her going up against April Ryan, and April Ryan was pissed. I would don't blame her either. So, Sarah, at this point, can you tell us definitively if the president plans to answer any questions from Bob Mueller, and if not, what is now in place here at the White House to go through that process of a subpoena, a possible indictment, a possible grand jury? Uh, again, those are all questions you would need to refer to the outside counsel. Okay, well, Drink. now Drink. going to Rudy Giuliani. Did Rudy, did Rudy Giuliani do harm to the president today and last night in his conversations? Oh, Fox? yes. Uh, I don't believe so. Why didn't he talk to the White House press office about his impacting stellar statements about what was happening? Uh, the White House press office wouldn't coordinate with the president's outside legal team on legal strategy. You said yourself you were blindsided. I actually didn't use that term. Well, I said it, but you were blindsided from what you said. Well, for uh, with all due respect, you actually don't know much about me in terms of what I feel and what I don't. I don't understand how this operates. All right, I think we're good. Go ahead. Oh, wow. You don't know me. And and yeah, so she basically ended it with. Uh, I don't want to talk to you no more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, when 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 Sarah said that, and you don't know me. All I could think of is if we can go back to that whole pecan pie controversy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> where it was like, you know, Sarah's pecan pie, and April was Ryan was like, "Did you make that? Did you Which... make that?" And Sarah's like, "Yeah, yeah, I made it." You want to come over and have some pecan pie? You don't know me. I cook. Mm, yeah. Wow. What she needed right there was a little letter from that kid. What's his name? Pickle? Pickles. Pickles. Yeah, he, she needed a pickles letter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got a letter from Pickles here to read. It, the amazing thing about that at that point where, you know, so this is a, this is a woman who is the press secretary. 
And I know it's a hard job. I assume it's a hard job. I haven't done press secretarying. But when she said, you don't know me, at that point, April yeah. Ryan got under the skin. And well, every single person in that room, we, you know, the three of us listened to this live. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing to listen to this particular um, presser live. But at that point, when April Ryan did that, and when Sarah Sanders replied the way she did, she opened herself up. She's done. Yeah. Well, uh, here's April Ryan on CNN with Erica Hill subbing for, uh, um, oh, who was she subbing for? It doesn't matter. It's Erica Hill on CNN with April Ryan. Sarah Sanders didn't seem to want to admit, obviously, that she didn't know what was going on. And there's also the broader (laughs) question of the lack of accurate information that is coming out of that room on a daily basis. Well, um, I'm just leaving the briefing room and I had to decompress. Um, It was a moment. She (laughs) took this personally and it was not a personal attack. She admitted at that podium just moments ago, and I'm sure she's watching in her office. Hi, Sarah. She literally said (laughs) at that podium that she heard Rudy Giuliani while we heard it. She was watching. She found out all of the information while she was watching Fox last night. So she was blindsided. This was not a personal attack on her. And for her to say something like, you don't know me, that was very um, street. I know there's street politics here, but that was very street. But I've been around for 21 years at this White House from the second term of Bill Clinton until the first term of Donald J. Trump. I've seen impeachment. I've seen war. I've seen peace. So I understand the process. I'm not a dummy and do not discredit me. That's what my comeback was. You know, I, I think I think the problem I think the problem here might inherently be well. We'll give her an amen, uh, but I, I want to say this. I want to say, amen. Um, amen. Jim Acosta, you know, said, "Were you in the dark?" April Ryan said, "Were you blindsided?" I think the problem is they needed to speak hillbilly to her. They didn't. She didn't understand what what they were saying. So. They should have said, "Now, are you trying to tell us that you didn't know shit from Shinola when this happened?" And then she would have given a straight answer, right? She would say, "I, I, I don't have no dog in this fight." Yeah. <laughs> yeah if you know any other redneck goes, phrases that goes for back clueless, to what I was saying about her, her the fact that she's got a BA in liberal arts. Mm. My apologies. She now I have dog sound effects on the show. She doesn't understand political speak she really doesn't what she doesn't they should understand said, how to do this job i think no. i think ken's answer something what they should what they should have said to her was put out the fire and call in the dogs the hunt's over there you go Sarah. so uh <laughs> bless her heart um yeah, i was gonna, say, I was gonna add that one too yeah <laughs> uh so all right no, la- she doesn't she doesn't know how to lie yeah you're mm-hmm. you're correct actually you're correct. she knows how to lie but she doesn't know how to cover up the mm-hmm. lie um oh real quick um uh, i want to play this last clip we're gonna uh but i'll, I'll tell everybody what i'm gonna do after the clip last also, one bless her heart. yes bless her heart um maybe one day she'll know shit from shinola or her ass from a hole in the ground um, or as my grandfather used to say, uh, shit from applesauce. Um, oh so it's a good one. Graphic. Kind of applesauce he's even eating. <laughs> um, Brown. so, uh, my grandfather knew the difference. 
So anyway, um, here's the uh, here's the last uh, well, one from April Ryan uh, with Erica Hill on CNN. This is a real issue. It's not about me. It's not about her. It is about the fact that the president's lawyer, who was saying about a year or so, a little bit more than a year or so ago, that he was going to be the head of DOJ and he was talking so much, he never got anything. He never got a cabinet position. And now he's talking a lot again, but not talking to the right people in the White House to let them know what's going on to keep them abreast. Because this is, again, showing how inept some things are in this White House. Um, Rudy Giuliani has done harm to the president by going on Fox and putting more questions in the atmosphere and trust. Rob Mueller uh, is, is watching all of this and taking note. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah yeah exactly so and that's where i stole that from everybody <laughs> uh from april ryan thank you for letting me borrow that but yeah muller yeah, is taking yesterday's, yesterday's presser was amazing mm-hmm. because it was sort of like it you know we've talked about the emperor has no clothes yeah what we found out yesterday is that the emperor has no clothes his lawyer has no clothes his press secretary has Shine She has shit and no shinola. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently it's, it's, she's run out of she's run out of uh, ash from facts that she burned. Yeah, it's 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 bad. Yeah. So uh, one more time, one more time uh, before we go to the the break, I want to um, play. Uh, yeah, everybody. Oh, you know, and I saw a great tweet. Everybody, um, Michelle, uh, if, if you're upset with Michelle um, um, Wolf's performance at the White House press brief or correspondence center, um, it's just locker room talk. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so. She was how do you say Aegon? She was Aegon. She was lead on. Aegon. But but anyway, one more one more time for one more time for the smoky ad liar. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's lies. It's probably lies. Yes. Most definitely lies. All right, we're gonna go to the break. Uh, what I was gonna say before is we're gonna skip the green news report today. I'm filling in for Adam tomorrow on Mike Check Radio, um, and I will run the latest green news report tomorrow on his program as an added feature. Uh, but we're gonna go ahead and uh, listen to take a quick break. Listen to Atomic Fire and the neighbor dog. <laughs> I don't, can you hear the neighbor dog through the mic? I did. I okay, did. my my side window is open, so you know, Susan's oh. like, I opened your studio window for him. I'm like, you didn't have to do that, but and I forgot to close it. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're gonna go ahead and run to the break, and I'm gonna go scream at the dog. No, I'm kidding. Um, but oh, uh, no. <laughs> I don't care. Um, <laughs> probably just gonna shut the window. Uh, anyway, we're gonna run to the break. We'll be right back uh, with uh, name calling, birthdays. If you got them, we'll shout them out and uh, listener calls. So don't you go nowhere. We'll be right back after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you'll know how to turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody. Atomic fire! Atomic fucking fire! Out in the madness! 
Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, All the Power Without the Tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow! This is Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, All the Power Without the Tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. This is for Bobber. Well, but, 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 but Trump. Trump uses him like a prophylactic. Oh, he just shoves wow. ISIS up his big, dirty asshole. <laughs> I forgot. I, I I don't know if you got to hear it, Bobber, but I actually made the um, uh, the the one you requested. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me see here. Where is it? Where is it? Here it is. Um, yes, uh, there you go. Okay. And this one time at band camp, I stuck a flute in my big, dirty asshole. There you go. So uh, that's for you, Bobber, and of course, Bob from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. Welcome back to the program. What happened, Bob? Are you still muted? I don't know. Anyway, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to the program, sir. We're here. Excellent. And uh, maybe the break was too quick. Oh, that could be. Because uh, normally the Green News Report is a much longer break. Rain, are you back with us? Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C.? Oh, no. The break was oh, much no. too short. I fooled them all. So, uh, yeah. So we have a new drama sting for that. Okay. So, <laughs> so anyway, well, Joe and I will just chit-chat here until everybody else uh, joins back in the sure. program. Yeah, so uh, let me see. Well, I, I got you know what I got zero things to talk about right now. I'm kidding, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So let's talk a little bit. Uh, well, we, this is a good time to to promote uh, um, the Tim Carmel show uh, coming up this Sunday. Uh, would you like to give a little bit of tease for the clown car? Well, um, I rode a clown car earlier in the week. And then it got blown up. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote one later in the week. And I didn't even send it to Tim yet. Um, wow. Breaking news. But it will news. center on the, um, on the facts that Rudy did not tell us. The confessions he made that were edited out, so to speak, on Fox okay. News. Oh, okay. Good, good. Yes. So I can't so, wait. Uh, I'll be going over those because naturally the clown car update is able to get these, uh, these tapes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll have to send, yes. uh, I'll have to send this to, uh, to, uh, uh, Tim. Oh, 
<laughs> That's right. So. <laughs> he's going to be, he could use that one a lot on my car this week. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I'll send him both that. versions. I'll send him both versions. I didn't yeah, know he didn't did know that. that. Uh, <laughs> and of course, I think I hear Bobber back with us now. Bobber, are you there now, sir? No? I am. Oh, there he is. So, okay. Well, you missed it, and I wondered why there was no laughter because I was certain this would. I I, pl- I I put this together for you. I'm not sure if you got to hear it yet. And this one time at band camp, I stuck a flute in my big dirty asshole. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I I downloaded it. I've got a copy. You know, I can just listen to it whenever I want. Oh, there you go. Yes, that's right. I forgot. I shared it with everybody in the chat. So, um, and uh, Rain uh, from Four Freedoms Blog, are you back with us as well? I Yes, I am. I'm sorry. I was late. That's okay. It's normally a lot longer of a break, but, uh, you know, uh, it was abbreviated. And we do have a couple birthday shout-out requests, I think, at least one from Side Guy. I have, si- I have Guy. one. Okay. Um, one that so- I saw. Yeah, so, uh, but all right. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm going to skip your jingle and get to name calling since we're running a little behind here. So uh, let's do this. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right. Biscuits. All right, so it's biscuits. So tonight in the chat room, we have Clinster, we have Adam Hebert, we have Psy Guy DC, we have Francie, we have Heather, we have Jay Collie, we have Kat, we have Kenny Pick, we have Ken Sr. Hi, Dad. We have Lee again. We have Living on Long Island. We have Marnus. Um, hi, Joe. Thank you for not being in my basement, and thank you for rebooting your house. It's um, okay. It's okay. <laughs> we have Meow Goodness. We have Michelle in South Florida. We have Peter in San Francisco, President. We have myself, Sandy in Durwood, Theo, Tim Carmel, and Trojan Rabbit. And to tonight's birthday boner, birthday boner, is Psy Guy's daughter's godmother margie oh very nice and uh didn't th- did i miss any of the birthdays no no I, I don't think so there was i just thought there was somebody else but i'm i'm mistaken i'm mistaken so uh, yes all right so margie side guys daughter's godmother correct did i say that right yes all right here's your birthday banner boner whatever you want this is your birthday song it doesn't last too long hey hey your birthday song it doesn't last too long hey hey thank you thank you all dear friends for coming to my birthday and we know trump's track record and we definitely know how many gifts that he got from margie the hero yeah so he didn't even buy him for his wife <laughs> got her a beautiful card a big beautiful card the biggest most beautiful card it was i made it myself with my crayons yeah, with decoupage and paste stickers <laughs> <laughs> strawberry You're- shortcake stickers yeah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I made it out yeah, of some you... Russian bed sheets. <laughs> and I, also, well, I also had some Cabbage Patch Kids cards and I used glue. <laughs> you know, maybe to make tail kids. What? Maybe to make it up to her for uh for all the Stormy Daniel stuff, the card he, beautiful card he gave her was actually a visa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> we'll give you a rim shot for that. 
Um, and, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and uh, or maybe he could get her a, a hat with a wider brim. <laughs> or maybe he could give a, a give, get her a sack to put over his head. Hey. I'm just having this image of because her hat. I loved her hat. I will Pick. say it. It was about a foot circumference. I could just see it like three feet. Oh, man. I could man. just see this on SNL. Like, no, you will not come within my circumference. Yeah. I, you know, it was more than a foot. It was That was like an 18-inch brim. Um, I loved that was, hat. Oh, well over a foot. I'm a hat foot. lover. I mean, a standard cowboy hat's at like a foot wide. Uh, that was like, you know, that was, um, <clears throat> that was like a SETI, uh, dish, uh, satellite dish to get in touch with extraterrestrial life. I was waiting so. for her to like pull a little, like, just, um, just, <laughs> just pull something down. So this way the entire hat just covered her with this, you know, just with, okay, never mind. I mean, in my head. Yeah, I'm visual. thinking of- when you started talking, it, it uh, reminded me of like a beekeeper hat. She needs some netting to come down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Netting. Really keep... That's exactly what I was thinking about. Netting. Just some like... mesh. We'll, we'll keep, mesh. Uh, keep Trump away. Sure. Oh, it's like see, a mess. I thought it was like designed a... by the people at the CERN particle accelerator. Oh, yeah. It could open a black <laughs> hole. Conference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved yeah. her hat. But uh, that <laughs> um, but yeah. So other uh, comments about the uh, Trump's uh, card only only the classiest, most luxuriant cards. They're huge. Lee again says macaroni on a paper plate. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So let's go. Um, Let's go ahead and open the phone lines. Uh, one three three zero K E N one four six six. That's right. If you want to call the program, please do now. Three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six or three three zero Ken one go oh <laughs> goo. Um, yes, maybe I'll get the flarp warmed up while we eagerly anticipate our calls, um, <laughs> but. Yeah. So, uh, oh, oh, and speaking of Flarp, Francie's on the line. Maybe she'll bring her boxes this time. Uh, Francie, welcome to the program. Hi, and I love that hat too. Thank you, Francie. We got the Flarp. I'm a hat head. I have hats. And if I could ever get my hands on a hat that big, yeah. You'd wear it around Trump. (laughs) I'd rock that hat. Excellent. Francie would rock that hat. I believe that. Yeah. So what's on your mind, Francie? Not a hell of a lot. <laughs> no? Well, well, what you called, no, you got to say something. I'm, I'm kind of burnt, burnt out on um, all the, the Trump law. law oh, law yeah. So, it's too much. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Is it, yes. Do you think it's stupid? No, it's stupid. <laughs> I yes, bet. and a few punch noises. Sure. I, I bet I know how many more clips you'd like to hear all this stuff. Zero. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it's just, we're just bombarded, bombarded, bombarded with all this crap. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just 
you know, uh, uh, I'm digging a hole in the backyard. Yeah. For Rudy so. Giuliani? For, huh? for, for Rudy? For his old team. Uh, for Trump. <laughs> all, the, all the fucking Trump stuff. Rudy Giuliani, Giuliani, whatever you hell. He's a jackass. Yes. God. Let him keep talking. Let him keep talking because he's yeah. a complete jackass. This is true. <sighs> so This is the thing, Francie. Correct me yes, if I'm sir. wrong. He keeps yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. I don't mind. <laughs> well, hey, somebody called Sarah Fuckabee, sir. There you go. I'm fine oh. with it. I'm... What the hell? Care. He keeps talking. He keeps talking and talking, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and I don't even know what the the Trump defense is at this point. Fuck I beef. don't either. And he maybe just, maybe uh, maybe he needs more more polygrip. I don't know. Could be whatever it is. He's, he's just screwing up the Trump Russia investigation. He's oh, he's up perfect. The Cohen investigation. He's screwing everything up. He just came in and. You know, he's you just know, his, flapping his yap. He's like typhoid Rudy. Yeah, he is. Yes, <laughs> yes he is. He's, the, he is, he's going to be the gift <laughs> that keeps on giving. The grift that keeps oh, on grifting. Yeah. He is, he's the um, cousin Eddie of the Trump administration. Well, there you go. You, he is. He is the cousin Eddie. What? Does anybody wonder why his, his third wife is leaving him? Rudy's um, no, third wife? No, Rudy I'm, I can't, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would. I don't Do we know need how a reason? he... Never mind. I don't even know Do we need a how reason? anyone could marry him. <laughs> Were you going to say something about his... His hands? Feet? <laughs> his hands? His hands? His feet? No. But his you nose? know what they say about that, Francie. Oh, oh, yeah, the, the, the bigger the hands, the bigger uh-huh. the penis. Uh-huh. Don't well, say penis hands in this house! <laughs> <laughs> Talk about uh-huh. spoon feeding it, wow. His hands well, are hey. smaller than Trump's, Francie. Hey, to oh, be Rudy, Rudy just measured it the other day, and it was zero inches big. <laughs> oh. I, I don't even want to think about the two of them. Oh. Oh, no. With their pants down, or having a pissing contest. Uh, I don't don't want to talk to you no more. Yeah. So, so what you're saying, what you're saying. The daily news that uh, Rudy's wife just married him for the dental plan. Oh, see. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there you go. Oh, yay. (laughs) Hey, Rudy, you'd think Rudy would have good teeth you know he is rich and well i don't get it i really I don't they have wonderful implants all kinds of things you can do there's no excuse for slippage yeah well you know there there is uh, i guess uh, for trump god bless the united states all right well francie i've got two other people on the line so i'm gonna let okay. you go okay so, okay have talk a wonderful to weekend everybody and talk to you soon all right Good night. All right. I love you. Nighty night. And uh, Adam Hebert uh, from Enterprise, Alabama. What's up, buddy? Oh, nothing much. I just, you know, when it comes to Sarah Fuckabee Slanders, as you like to call her, and I Fuckabee. love that name. 
you know, it, it's a it's a case of Occam's razor. The most simple solution is, you know, the simplest solution is the best one. Therefore, we must assume she is a filthy, rotten liar. Oh yeah, the you know, uh, maybe she's born with maybe it. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's lies. <laughs> probably lies. <laughs> yeah. I think she was born with it because she is a hickabilly. She is a hickabilly slander. Um, yeah. So uh, uh, anything else on that front or do you want to you want to uh, talk about what's going on tomorrow on Mike Check Radio? Uh, I, I, I missed most of the show. I was listening to the bit about uh, slanders on the way home from work. Um, as for tomorrow, I am working on show prep. Uh, we're definitely going to cover the well, assuming you're okay with it, because you're in charge. I am. I'm running the show uh, the, for all three hours tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be covering the story about uh, Schittler dictating that glowing letter about his health. And, oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to, which is a great opportunity to replay the audio Billy West did where he read that letter as Dr. Zoidberg from Futurama. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. All right. I look forward to it. You know, so. Yeah, I'm 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 Are working on cutting audio. Talk about how um, uh, Pence's lawyer resigned. Oh, <laughs> I didn't hear about that. No, I uh, maybe. Not Pence's lawyer. I'm sorry, Pence's doctor. Oh, Pence's doctor. Oh, I did. Pence's doctor yeah. resigned today. Hmm. Yeah, supposedly because she was involved in the outing of um. Yes. Uh, Doctor Ronnie, aka. The Candyman. Candyman can, because the Candyman can. He's the got candy the opioid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you know, there's nothing wrong with being the Candyman, seriously. Uh, I'm having candy for dinner! Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> different kind of candy. Um, but, uh, yeah, so... Um, uh, yeah, we'll, I'll be filling in for all three hours. This is my big whirlwind uh, tour uh, week for Indie Media Weekly because I did uh, Resistor Sisters, Turn Up the Night twice, um, Mike Check Radio, and then the Tim Cornwall Show. So, I'm all over the place. I was about to say, I, 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 yeah. Well, unfortunately, I'm the only person who can close the customer service desk tomorrow. That's fine. You know, someone, you, had the brill- you know, someone had the brilliant idea of letting everyone else off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Adam, we're going to let you go. Uh, we got uh, one of our other uh, uh, members of the crew uh, from Mike Check Radio on the line. So. Uh, well, well uh, whoever it is, give them my regards. We'll do. Uh, I'll talk to you later, buddy. All right. Bye, Adam. Bye, bye. So, is this uh, Michelle in Port St. Lucie, Florida? Yes, it is me. Thanks for calling. Hello. Yeah. Uh, well, you guys are just talking so much about Sarah Huckabee Sanders. You know, I just had to come in. I know you totally. Woman. You totally have a girl yeah. crush on her, don't you? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and I don't hate people, but she gets to a point where, you know, she's teetering on the edge, and it just scares the crap out of me that I I can feel so much intense dislike for a woman like that. Yeah, I I think you've been quoted as saying this when you hear her speak. care yeah so was it, <laughs> was it michelle wolf who said what is the female version of jim crow 
Uh, no, of Uncle. Um, she you said. said uh, uh, didn't she say Uncle Tom? Yeah, the female version of Uncle Aunt Uncle, Lydia had the color, the Aunt Lydia thing or whatever it was. Yeah. I okay. I loved that description. Yeah. Yes. Because that's how I feel about her. And she did ended up yeah. saying Aunt Coulter. So, yes. uh, which was funny. But I. Yeah, I had a little quick new little news piece that I would I'd like just like to bring up real briefly. Um, Got it. You know, Kilauea is erupting again, and she's angry right now. Oh, in Hawaii. Yes. Yeah, that's that's bad over there. Oh. And they're telling, yeah, they're telling people over there that the National Guard is going to be go out there helping people, but that the National Guard will be driving military vehicles, wearing their full military uniforms, and have military ID on them because some jackasses have been running around pretending that they're national guards so they can break into people's houses oh, oh no i yeah. hate humanity seriously yes. so it's that, uh, so yeah. what what are but they thought, what are they saying about this if it uh, are they how is there a huge area they're evacuating uh you know what's what what do you know well well, yeah, they're, they're, uh, yeah, as far as I know, they're evacuating, pl you know, places, you know, uh, it, uh, some of it's uh, mandatory and some of it's, you know, um, you know, as a volunteer. Yeah. But, you know, you've got roads now that are cracking and you the steam vents are coming up through the roads. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it is, it's not yeah. good. It, it is pretty, it's cool looking, but scary. For the people who live there, so, they, they're not I mean, predicting any kind of. They've also, Michelle, if you've been following this, and you've known over the past two, three days, they've had a lot of earthquakes too. Oh yeah, well, volcanoes will will bring that. And the problem is, it's not so much the lava that they're really concerned about; it's all the gases that are being vented out yes. right now. Because yes. those gases are incredibly poisonous. Hmm. Yeah, it's um. Are they it's not good? Are they I mean, making any kind of? Are they making any kind of predictions? Like, well, obviously nobody predicted Mount St. Helens um, for the kind of damage it did. But there, it's not. It, 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 do you know the size of Kilimanjaro, say, versus Mount St. Helens? Oh, you're Kilauea? I mean, you're talking about Kilauea, right? Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Kilimanjaro is an sorry. entirely different volcano. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm. <laughs> yeah. That that's fine. My mistake. No, it's okay. Um, well, she does this quite regularly, but this time it was a little more unexpected, and they're saying the range was a little more unexpected than they had originally planned on. So, but trying to predict volcanoes is a very, uh, you know, we, we predict hurricanes better than we predict volcanoes. Yeah. So. Well, and science is horrible, reading, so we shouldn't try to predict. There's people who have been evacuated. Yeah. Well, but well, yeah. well. Okay. Let's keep. We'll have to keep our eye on that. But Michelle, looking forward to talking to you tomorrow. Maybe we can uh, talk about it a little bit more on Mike Check Radio, uh, seven to ten yeah, p.m. Yeah, do a little research on it, and that way we can do something and nerd talk about it. All right, that works for me. Well, tell Miles we said hi, and you have a wonderful evening, and we'll talk to you soon. Well, too. You too. Bye, bye, guys. Right. Bye, See Michelle. Um, yeah, yeah. This, uh, this. The kilo kilowatt, it's it's not good. Yeah, it's not good. I was talking to Bob about this. We were watching video where I know that you know a lot of the the lava comes up from the top of the volcano, but this is kind of erupting from underneath. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, with so, Mount St. Helens, the entire side of it exploded. You know. 
Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, that's why I was asking. And my apologies again for saying Kilimanjaro. Uh, it was just, you know, it's, it's, slip it's of the toe. It's all good. So, um, anyway, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, go to the break right now. When we come back, uh, Neil Cavuto, everybody, he's uh, he's aiming for a fake news award. And I know, you know, people might groan at the thought of listening to Neil Cavuto, but this stuff from last night was amazing. So, um, and uh, he's definitely left the Trump cult uh, compound uh, in his uh, latest piece. But anyway, we're going to run to the break. Uh, We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio. All the power without the tower. And now, on with the show. Oh. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, t- some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me, as always, on the Friday edition of the program, Bobber from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the program, sir. Thank you. You are very welcome. And, of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello. I can tell you, at breaking news, the swamp not drained. Now it's a uh, so you're saying the amount of drainage right now is zero. Yeah. So actually, it sounds like Rudy sucked up a big mouthful of that swamp when he said that zero. Yeah. Very uh. confused about like another person, but uh, really? oh, oh. <laughs> and uh, on last but not least, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Uh, hello, sir. Chances that we will have Trump in Scranton are um, zero. Thank you. You know that really? I. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, that's a, that's a nice surprise. Surprise, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yes, that's right. Uh, the the once again, everything they touch is stained. <laughs> These are the defilers. Everything they touch is stained. Wealth and leisure afford them every opportunity for every gratification. You know it, wealth and leisure. 
Um, so, uh, anyway, let's go ahead and get back into things. I'm trying, I'm going through my Mad Libs. A lot of my Mad Libs books are full, people. What's a man to do? Um, probably order more Mad Libs. Go to Amazon. Um, <clears throat> I'm not going to do that one. I don't want to do Star Wars Mad Libs. Not on this program. Oh, I'll do Spider-Man Mad Libs tonight. That'll be fun. Uh, so No, that might taint it if I give the title away. That's not cool. So, no. Who knows what I'm going to do. Anyway, um, uh, let, let's get into this Neil Cavuto stuff uh, real quick. Because it was surprising, to say the least. I shared this with... Uh, uh, I know, Rain, you got to watch this. Joe, did you get to see this? I did. Yeah, and Bobber's probably like, eh, Banana Royal. So, <laughs> so. Eh, Banana Royal. You'll hear it on the show. Uh, so, yeah, so this is basically, I've, I've entitled this. Um, How can you... Not that. <laughs> I've entitled this uh, Cavuto Trump's Lies. So, uh, this, is, this is pretty stunning stuff. How can you drain the swamp if you're the one who keeps mudding the waters? You didn't know about that $130,000 payment to a porn star until you did. Said you knew nothing about how your former lawyer, Michael Cohen, handled this until acknowledging today you were the guy behind the retainer payment that took care of this. You insist that money from the campaign or campaign contributions played no role in this transaction. Of that, you're sure. Thing is, not even 24 hours ago, sir you couldn't recall any of this and you seem very sure now i'm not saying you're a liar you're president you're busy i'm just having a devil of a time figuring out which news is fake let's just say your own words on lots of stuff give me shall i say lots of pause like the time you said the russians didn't interfere in the 2016 election until a lot of republicans had to remind you they did came back months later and you said well, I never said that Russia didn't meddle in the election when, in fact, you had a lot. Now, none of this makes me a never-Trumper, just always confused. Like when you claimed your tax plan was the biggest in U.S. history, when it wasn't, or that the bill you signed to make it all happen would cost you a fortune, when it turns out it is going to help make you a bigger fortune, or that your job approval numbers really aren't that bad, uh, relative to other presidents at this stage, when they're actually worse than most presidents at this stage. That can change, but what's weird is this pattern does not. Yeah, it definitely doesn't change. It gives him pause. He's got more pause on an eight-legged cat. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, what do you think of that coming from Fox News, Bobber? Um, they, I think they're, they're, they're having a, uh, starting a revolution over there between that and the, and the, uh, the, the deer in the headlights looks from the, the Fox and friends when Trump called in and, <laughs> and then, <laughs> Of course, Shep Smith. You know, he's maybe he's leading the charge. I don't know. And uh, but they're uh, they they seem to be getting sour on on President Trump. Yes, and of course, you know, uh, Sean Hannity had one brief moment. Uh, oh, I didn't know that he did. Yeah, <laughs> that was it though. <laughs> that was when Sean Hannity discovered he did journalism <laughs> once accidentally. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, Joe, what was your what were your thoughts on that? Sean should never ask a follow-up question again. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Will. He answered a question that wasn't asked. <laughs> I know. 
uh that was you know that was about the steel dossier so i mean, um, I mean hannity was almost in shock because journalism mm-hmm. happened on his watch yeah but the cavuto yeah. the cavuto oh. thing though uh joe i mean this is uh you know this is oh. ki- kind of stunning coming from him he's always been yeah. you know found a way to um cover for trump yeah, well, I don't think he'll be on the Lou Dobbs show very often for the oh, rest God. of the year. Neither will any human. How many humans on the Lou Dobbs show? Zero. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Rain, what what did you think from Cavuto? I liked what he said. I also didn't like that he did the both sides do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I cut I, out I mean, a, I, some I, of that I did. stuff, too. I liked too. what he said. He spoke to a very specific audience. He didn't speak to you and I mm-hmm. when he said, I am not going to be a never Trumper, but I found that really interesting because, it, it, you know, he, he didn't, he, I liked what he said, but he didn't have enough balls to come out and say, Trump, you're lying. He really kind of candy coated it the way so many people do. Yeah. I, yeah. I liked uh, it. I liked it, but. This is what you expect from from somebody on the right who's sort of like, oh, I don't think I'm totally on the Trump train anymore. Mm-hmm. So how do I go about saying this without insulting the president too much? Caputo yeah. knows that Trump is lying. Oh, yeah. And he didn't use the word lie. So I'm kind of I, mean, I like that he said it. I know I understand the audience he was speaking to. But it's it's not enough. If that I, makes sense. I no, I agree. I, I totally agree. Um, so, all right, let's go ahead and uh, get to the next one because he he packed it in here. I mean, I was surprised at the list of things he, he went through. He packed it in. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that he did. Yeah, he oh, did. He yeah, packed. He packed he, it. he totally packed it in. So. <laughs> jam-packed um anyway can't get slurp out yeah i I, i'm I'm writing and using mouse right now so i can't use the flurp uh anyway here's part uh, neil cavuto trump's lies part two go like the time that you said rumors of rex tillerson's departure at the state department were false until they weren't or that your former chief of staff reince priebus wasn't going anywhere until he was or your economic advisor gary Cohn was doing a great job until he wasn't when you absolutely love steve bannon until you didn't swore by jeff sessions until you started swearing at Jeff Sessions, had your legal team locked in place until it wasn't, denied reports you were ever thinking about firing Robert Mueller, even as you now threaten getting involved at the Justice Department. Hmm. Funny that. Yeah, he just kept going, uh, Bobber. (laughs) Wow. There's more. There's still more. Here's a, let me, but wait, there's more. But wait, and if you act now, we'll throw in two extra clips of Neil Cavuto. Um, so here, here's part three. Now, none of this makes you evil, but I'm sure you can no, understand he's evil. why even your friends say these inconsistencies don't make you look good or do anything to help advance your policies, many of which are very good, or the prospects no. for peace with North Korea 
that is remarkably good. All this stuff you keep blurting out, remarkably bad and remarkably bad timing. It is not that these exaggerations and omissions and misstatements are now and then. More like now and then something else, always something else. Like the time you claimed you signed more bills than any president ever, neglecting to mention the other four presidents, FDR, Truman, Carter, and Clinton, who all signed more. Or brag about the national debt going down by $12 billion after your first month in office, even though it soared by nearly a trillion bucks now that you're 15 months in office. But it's not what you are omitting, Mr. President. It is what you keep stating and never correcting. Like when you said there was a serious voter fraud in New Hampshire, and there wasn't said the same about repeated claims of voter fraud in Virginia, and there weren't. Or that millions of illegals voted in the last election, but they didn't. Or the time you talked up your massive landslide in the Electoral College, even though three out of four presidents before you had bigger electoral vote landslides in their elections. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, and Sean Hannity responded. Oh, I didn't know that he did. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, and there's still more. There's still more. He unpacks so much. Well, actually, the last one, I, I don't think he really goes there. But can you believe somebody on Fox News, Joe, actually mentioned the, the you know, the, the voter fraud bullshit he's talking about was totally fake? I do. And um, I was just thinking, listening to that clip, uh, you like what the Fox News audience looked like if you could see them on the other side of the screen. <laughs> and uh, I'm picturing, you know what I'm picturing? The, the, the scene in the producers right after springtime for Hitler. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I'm picturing, that yeah. audience. Oh, definitely, definitely. And, you know, I'm sure just, there were, you know, just a, core, a cacophony of sharks, too. <laughs> just... <laughs> what time what time does Cavuto's show air i think kind of early because um today after his show last night he the, i saw over at media before i left work that or no on the on the commute home it must have been on at like four or five or something like that because he he read a whole bunch of hate mail or three maybe three maybe it's not at three I don't know but he read a bu- uh, it, it was it was funny I'll have to get that for Tuesday Cavuto reading all the hate mail he got it's it you know messages on social media and everything it was like you're fat you're fat you're fat you're fat you're fat fat never Trump or fat <laughs> the reason why I ask is because we know he watches <laughs> Fox and Friends. And he watches, you know, he's got executive time. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really hope he watched this, but I have a feeling that this wasn't during executive time. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, oh, he might have been on the. Well, you know, he's probably on the plane back from the NRA conference in Texas. Oh, okay. Or maybe going straight to Mar-a-Lago, I assume. So he probably turned it on. You're in- Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, No, I'm sorry. Thursday, Thursday, not today. Uh, Yeah, I understand. Uh, Yeah, I totally understand your question. So you're wondering if if Cavuto was was playing to an audience of one. (laughs) Mm. Who might not have been doing executive time. I don't know. He may not be going to my He really was talking to the president. Mm -hmm. He wasn't 
I mean, he really wasn't talking to his audience. Well, yeah, the last clip is proof of that. Um, here, here's it's thirty seconds long. Here's the last clip. None of this makes what you say fake. Just nah. calling out the press for being so a, a bit of a stretch. You are right to say some of them are out to get you, but oftentimes they're using your own words to bash you. Your base probably might not care, but you should. I guess you've been too busy draining the swamp to ever stop and smell the stink you're creating. Ooh. That's your doing. That's your stink. Mr. Oh. President, that's oh. your swamp. Ouch. That's your shark. So I'm sorry. He's got, swamp, he's got a swamp in his underwear. He's got swamp ass. He's got swamp ass. What drives? That's what drives Floridian. That's what you drives. Said that's your stink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swamp yeah. ass. Swamp ass drives Floridians to road rage fatalities. How many of us believe that Melania probably said that to him too? That's your stink. <laughs> 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 oh, that was ri- that's rich. <laughs> Have you been eating egg on? <laughs> that's your egg on. That's your stink. That's your luck. Oh. Go. You the lead on. Found out. You lead on the all down the bed. Uranus smells mm. like rotten eggs. <laughs> You know, somebody, I, I, I was over uh, on Discuss yesterday where, um, you know, the, the, the scum of hive. hive you will know, never you know. find the more wretched hive of scum and villain. And actually, one, one guy, one guy uh, left a comment and said, uh, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders left skid marks leaving the uh, White House press briefing. And I said, and I replied, both kinds. So, because <laughs> uh, the, the nervous sharts have become epidemic in the Trump cult, everyone. Uh, and they're not fast food induced this time. Uh, well, you know, that could play into it. It could make them a little more slick. Um, so uh, I am so sorry. I do wish, I do wish that... Um I really, and I mean this sincerely, I do wish that Trump heard what Cavuto said. Um, he, I'm sure he I, did. I just, I'm sure he like did. I, you think so? I'm sure he if did. If he didn't hear it, he heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I think, you know, uh, well, if he knows how to use a computer, you know, maybe huh. people like, you know, put grandpa down in front of one and say, oh, look at this video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It, what, t- what time does it start? No, no, you just whenever you hit the button, what? Where's the remote? No, no, there's a there's a play button on uh, is it a DVD? No, it's YouTube, <laughs> god damn it. Because <laughs> what Kabuto was really genuinely trying to do was he was trying to help this hot dotard. mess of a human being. The dotard. He, yeah. He dotard. Mr. Kofefe de dotard. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I just don't, I, I, I think you're right. I, I know you're right that he was trying to help him and it's, uh, it ain't going to happen. You know, no. I mean, Trump for, for everything that ever, for all the time people were waiting for the pivot from Trump all that time they've waited and 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 it never happened it's only gotten worse and again i think a great point that was made on tonight's show um in um uh 
sorry, I, I think Rain, maybe you made the point that they they can't they, they can't keep up with the lies anymore. You know, and that's that's what I that's what I was thinking. It was Joe. Okay, it's true. They can't keep up with the lies because they bought into the lies, and yeah, and and they thought upon lies upon lies, and and they thought they could keep up with it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I know Obama. You know, I'm not going to say he lied. He didn't maliciously lie as president. You know, but there's always truth stretching. There's always broken promises. There's always flip flops with politicians. But this is beyond the pale. This is lies. Straight up. There is a difference between, you know, playing politics and and there's playing politics. There's kind of spinning. There's spin. Yeah. There's all those things that we we don't like, but th- this is reality. This is what happens in politics. They're spinning. We got to spin mm-hmm. this. You know, I watch Scandal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so did Bob, but he knows what I'm talking about. And anybody else who watched Scandal or any of these po- political shows, there's spin. You know, it, crap happens. You got to spin it. You got to make it work for you or for your political enemy, as it were. This is very different. This is pure, pure lying. Yeah. It's, it's it's not spin. It's a pure lie. It's like you look at somebody and say, do you like my green lawn? And the person says to you, it's not green. It's red. Okay. Let me, let me say, let, let me compare this to what this reminds me of. Okay. Last year. Um, I was, uh, we were at one of my, uh, we were at my sister-in-law, you know, sister-in-law's house with her two sons and, you know, they're, they're pretty little one just turned 10 one's, you know, going to be seven and uh, they, one of them, they're like, I want a popsicle. And, you know, they both want a popsicle. They both want a popsicles. And one of them got a red popsicle. They got it and they ate like one bite of it. And then they set it down on a table with a white tablecloth (laughs) okay so you know how that went giant red stain on the tablecloth and you know and you know my sister-in-law's like who the who did this who why would you leave this popsicle on the on the table and my nephews and i won't say who did it i won't say um but they were like i didn't do it and the other nephew's like i didn't do it and I looked at the nephew because I saw the one who did it who asked for the red popsicle from me because I gave him the popsicle. Right. And <laughs> and I'm like, and I look at my nephew and I was like, really? Okay. Yeah. And then he was like, okay. And it's not like he got his ass beat or anything. He just needed to be honest, you know, and, and you know, uh, admit that he did it. And oh, well, don't, don't do that again. If you want a popsicle, you got to eat it. You know, so finger wagging. That's how it ended up. But, you know, that... Th- that kind of you know simple childish lie is what's going on with this stuff right now and it's so easy nobody it's so easy to trip them up and that's the thing there is nobody out there going really the way you did with your nephew yeah there's nobody out there doing that i mean i've done that with my nieces and nephews where you look at them like really and they look at yeah okay it was me nobody is doing this in this administration nobody mm-hmm. except melania 
<laughs> yes. Yes. Well, no, she's even, you know, she even gave cover with the lead on egg on thing. Yes. You know, I mean, you know, she, no, she's, yeah, oh, she's, no, it was, it was know. bad. It was, it was disgusting, but he was lead on egg on. It was boy talk. <laughs> boy talk. Shut up. Talk. I, I think the Melania knows that that, that, that marriage agreement broken. She's just sitting back going. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's she's go, she's waiting for that payout. Wait but for yeah, the payout. Yes. <laughs> so here's here's well, I I'm I I evoked it. They were kind of a a boy talk, uh -huh. and uh, he was lead on like yeah, uh, egg on egg okay egg on egg on egg off. Let go of my egg on <laughs> egg on egg off the egger. <laughs> 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 we should start calling Trump the Egger. The Egger. <laughs> Turns your lights on and off. Mm. The Egger. Egg on. Egg off. The Egger. He does kind of look like the incel known as Eggman. And if you know don't know who Eggman is, the incel guy, oh, he's fucking horrible. Um, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, um, incels. Don't don't miss it tonight on <laughs> special report on Resistance Sisters with Kenny Pick on incels. They're the creepiest motherfuckers on the internet. It was a good show. Yeah, we it was. It was. And of course, don't miss Heidi's uh, smoky eye Precient. moment from Resistor Sisters. Now, I love that when uh, you know I always love that on this show when I'm like, wait a minute, didn't we bring that up on this show? And then I'm like, hey. Remember when this person said this, and then I play a clip of Rain saying, "Andrew Napolitano needs to be fired for Fox News," and then <laughs> dumped, and then you know, he was fired. So uh, he was suspended. <laughs> he's back now. He's back. It didn't last. He's back. It God didn't damn. stick. But you and, know what? He's been giving he's him. He's not only back, but he's also sitting back and saying that Giuliani is out of bounds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you remember that audio I played a, a few shows back where, uh, you know, oh, you know, the, the British guy on Fox News who, you know, uh, uh, we can't talk about that. Time to go to break. Andrew Napolitano, he of the advancing hairline. Um, whatever. <laughs> oh Stuart Varney. Stuart Varney. Yes. yes, of course. Thank you, Joe. I have such a crush on Trump. <laughs> uh, Hannity yeah, didn't know that he Hannity didn't know he had a crush. Oh, I, I didn't feel know like he did. There's a lot of people between between um, Cavuto, Napolitano, maybe Kilmead. There, mm. um, I don't know, man. I think that I think that Hannity's got to sit back and be like, "Yeah, they're circling the wagons. I'm in trouble." I shit. I don't even know. So uh, we're go we got to go to the break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about a couple other things. Um, I'm going to ask these guys a silly question on the show, and if you have a silly answer, uh, now here I'll give you a little bit of time to think about it. I was inspired by um, Good Mythical Morning on YouTube. They said uh, uh, they asked their staff name uh, something that something ridiculous that you believed was true when you were young. 
so you know i i i'll i'll give an example that uh you know uh, if you ate pop rocks and drank pepsi your stomach would explode something like that <laughs> so if if you have something like that from when you were a kid like a warning your parents would give you you know you know you shoot your eye out kid you know something like that well that actually you could shoot your eye out with a bb gun but you know if there was some kind of stern warning you were given as a child to don't do this or don't do that or x will happen you know and you believed it something along those lines um let us know what yours is i'll read them on on the show but uh yeah it was it was pretty funny because uh the crew the on good mythical morning believed in some very odd things one thought tornadoes were tomatoes (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's a tomato warning (laughs) hide in your basement (laughs) (laughs) before before you catch up Oh yeah, you don't want the tomato to catch up to you, so <laughs> so uh, there is a zero chance of that happening. Zero. Uh, yeah. So uh, so yeah, I want to do that, and then uh, we'll talk about a couple other things and do Mad Libs, and uh, and also Bobber, I have a question for you. Okay. If you are invisible, what are the chances of you being seen? Um, I'd say it's pretty slim. Zero. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we're gonna listen to "Invisible" by Bobber, and I'm sure many Trump supporters wish they were invisible right now. Uh, so we'll be right back with uh, the final segment of this weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with uh, Kenny Pick. Right after this, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Smooth talking, jive talking, street thug. KennyPick.com. Yeah. 
Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of My Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, Washington D.C. Twice, and of course, thank you, America. Uh, yeah, and the Trump cult has zero love for you, America. Uh, anyway, welcome back to the show. Yeah, so let's get right into this. Let's uh, find out what everybody was afraid of uh, when they were a kid. What they were told. Francie put a few few <laughs> out there. For us, uh, of course, some classics, you know, uh, step on the crack, break your mother's back. Uh, if you if you play with yourself, you go blind. Uh, you'll drown if you don't wait one hour after eating uh, before going swimming. Uh, if you make a horrible face, it'll freeze like that. Um, and uh, she's don't eat the green potato chip. I, I wonder what would happen to you if you ate the green potato chip. Um, but uh, but yeah, so uh, let's go around the the table here. Let me make sure. Uh, I didn't miss any because I had to scroll back there. 
Uh, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't see any. Uh, so, uh, Rain, was there anything that you uh, were told as a child that you you believed and turned out to be completely false? Yes, that um, there were so many male deers out there. You know, mm-hmm. deer. Sure, bucks. That there weren't enough females, so the males decided to just have sex with other males. Mm, what a fun, sexy time for them. That was so. That was something my mother told me. Uh, I'm going to try and... Oh, Seriously? Come on. Can I type? Can I type words? <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, so, she, so, yeah, for, she said, you know, because we don't have enough female deers, the male deers are just going to have sex with one another. And that is why people are gay. Oh. What a fun, sexy time for you. That's why they call it a stag party, Rain. Thank you. Uh, uh, so... <laughs> really, really hope my mom doesn't listen to this show. Well, that is, tell yeah. me that. well, um, and you know, what is true though is ducks will have uh, um, same sex uh, um, necrophilia with other ducks. Um, there was actually a study ducks done have on that. Weird penises. Oh, <laughs> and yeah, don't say that. Don't say penis in this house. Yeah. So I have, uh, you know, how much desire I have to think about a uh, duck. You know what? Zero. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So, Bobber, was there any odd thing you were told as a child that uh, you believed for a spell, and until somebody proved it otherwise? Uh, I can't actually think of anything. I mean, it was just the usual stuff, you know, Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy and all that nonsense. Okay. Um, but no, I they didn't really. Um, my parents are fairly literal, you know, for the most yeah. part. Well, if there's any and, children and, listening and out Ford, there, if there's yeah. any children listening to this program out there, why, first of all, are you listening? But Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, <laughs> and the Tooth Fairy totally exist. Um, just ask Trump. Um, and uh, Joe, what, what about you? Was there anything as a child uh, that uh, you, uh, you were tricked into believing? Uh, let's see. Um, I think a common one. Um, if you cross the mafia boss next door, <laughs> he'll great. night night. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so let's see. Kind of what a else? literal one. <laughs> well, actually, I, just did, I just think of the, the. It's a fairly typical one that parents say the no swimming you know, for thirty minutes after you eat. Yeah. Yeah, Francie had that one out there too. Um, How about the the frogs? If you hold a frog, you'll get warts. Yeah, if a frog pees on you, you'll get warts. Is what I just thought about that the other day. Or so, a Russian hooker. Because I I ran yeah. I remember I ran home the other day uh, the other day I ran home one time as a kid after a frog <laughs> after me and me <laughs> just happened last week believe it or not <laughs> and I also still live with my mom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm an incel. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, no, no, I was, uh, my sister and I were playing with some neighbor kids when I was probably about six, seven, something like that. And we we're like, oh, look, a frog. And we're all like passing the frog back and forth. And like, eh, hold it, hold it. And I got the frog and it whizzed all over me. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get warts. And I ran home and I told my mom what happened and I'm washing my hands. I'm like, I'm going to get warts. She's like, you're not going to get warts. That's not true. So, but 
it, and mom, mom was always the debunker for me on, on things like this. Uh, Cause usually this shit popped up in the summer, you know, weird <laughs> things happen. The one time, actually, this is something my mother uh, did to me to, probably to get me out of the house. Um, she was like, you know, do you know, want to know how to catch a bird? Well, you take a salt shaker and all you have to do is put oh. salt on the bird's tail and it can't fly away. Did she really say that to you? Yeah. So I went out with a salt shaker, wow. chasing birds, what trying a salt to shaker. They're like, damn it, they're too fast. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So uh, oh, you have to use the packets. Oh, I, I see. Yeah, and tape. Besides, you know the gay deer thing, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that was really weird. I heard about the gum, which Francie mentioned, right? What was the gum? If you swallow the gum, gum tree is going to grow in your stomach. Now, I got that with watermelon seeds. Watermelon, if you swallow watermelon seeds. Yeah, yeah. What I I got, what my grandfather told me, if you swallow gum, you'll get worms. Which is terrifying. And believe you me, I didn't swallow gum for years. <laughs> right. Credit to your grandfather. He was like, you're not going to swallow gum. You're yeah. not eating that shit. Swallow gum. Wow. Or, and, and you know how I realized that wasn't true? The time that I pooped and I saw gum in it. So. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and the other, the other one that I had besides, I mean, I'm sorry, the gay deer thing was really weird to me. That yeah, really that is me, that's but, that is um, strange. The other one was if you cross your eyes, it's going to stick. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. A, along the same lines as you make a silly face; it'll stay there. Um, <laughs> it, and uh, one other one that uh, it, my grandfather also said: if you eat, probably at Easter or something like that, he said if you eat too much candy, you'll get worms. I was like, oh, I don't want worms. <laughs> <laughs> Your grandfather was obsessed with worms. Well, he just didn't want to <laughs> well, see me you know. founder myself on candy or swallow gum and get sick. So, um, but no, he was there awesome. There were a lot of worms around back then, too. Yeah. A lot of people had worms. So. Tapeworms. <laughs> um, you know, ringworms. In my teen years, I thought I had a tapeworm. I couldn't stop eating. I, was, I, was a, the, <laughs> I got a whole pizza for myself. Um so uh so yeah so those those are some fun ones i thought that was that was funny they did that over on good mythical morning if you're not uh go over to youtube search for gmm subscribe they have wacky crazy videos although they did make an elk penis churro uh oh oh i said Uh, uh yeah don't say penis in this house they did (laughs) and uh boy those guys have eaten a lot of animal dongs on that show. <laughs> but they're, they're boiled for safety. They are boiled for safety. I have my boiled for safety mug as well. So Did you catch the uh, the human pizza they did? Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> and the, the, the human chocolate fondue. The human chocolate fondue. And then there was also, oh, they had oh, another yeah. one like that. <laughs> what was, oh, it was human nachos. They did human, human nachos. nachos. Yeah. The fondue fountain was was funny though because that was so wrong. That the was chocolate start coming out of a certain body part. He said, I can't believe I'm going to ask you this right now, Link. <laughs> I won't spoil it for everybody. Uh, uh, would you 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, it's kind of now with our famous hot gravy. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, yeah, that was fun. Thank you for for doing that. I uh, let me see. Oh yeah, uh, Clinster says I was told uh, swallowed gum would stay in my stom- stomach for seven years. Uh, <laughs> meow, goodness! If your pee smells like tomatoes, you're gonna die. Don't understand that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Francie reminded, reminded me of pinworms. Pinworms. Oh, ba- Why ba- are we going back to so many worms? I don't know. Oh my God. But Belua said, uh, I've heard of that bird and salt nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a snipe hunt, really. You know? <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so that was, uh, that was good. Um, Mm, Jay Colley, anything? Here's the other thing. I've heard about a lot of worms. I heard about gum worms. You eat the gum, the worms. Yeah. Just, there were so many worms. Like, if you ate something your parents didn't want you to eat, it would result in worms. Well, it was a good tactic. Mm-hmm. It was a good tactic. Yeah. You know, I, I yeah. think my sister-in-law should say to my, my nephews, if you don't eat your vegetables, you'll get worms. Oh. You know, I think what that would be great. you wants worms? Huh? What oh. if your nephew wants worms? Maybe he does. What if he's like, worms will be awesome? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I played that. Now, it just felt like it. <laughs> on Good Mythical Morning, they ate a worm. They did. Yeah, that See? was... The, That's not helping. The loser and, uh, for and the you shuffleboard. you know what they board. got in their stomach, don't you? Uh, Ice cream. If you eat worms, you'll get ice cream in your stomach. (laughs) Oh, eat all your worms, kids. All right. On that note, that was a fun little exercise, everybody. And of course, hat tip, good mythical morning for the idea. Uh, But yeah, here we go. Uh, Mad Libs, everybody. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. Oh, God bless Matt Libs. All right. Let's go in reverse uh, alphabetical order tonight. We'll start with rain. Uh, silly word. Um, gazoinka. Gazoinka. Uh, okay. Um, oh, I look at that. Um, Joe. <laughs> I couldn't remember yes. backwards alphabet. Uh, I, 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 apparently, I left out an adjective, so I need an adjective for you, from you. Um, an adjective. Um, oh, let's see. Uh, likely. Likely. Uh, actually, it would be. Mm, mm. Mm, adjective. Actually, it would be like. Mm. Likeable might be better <laughs> for said. this. Okay, likable. Okay. Uh, there we go. And Bobber, I need an adverb, sir. Adverb. Uh, <clears throat> wetly. Okay. Ooh, that sounds moist. Um, rain part of the body. <laughs> oh, speaking of moist. Oh no. <laughs> oh yes. Vagina. Uh, Oh, uh, don't say vagina in this house. No, that's that's allowed. Um, I love that, Bob. But you know, if Sean Hannity were is vagina okay? That's mostly. The JJ is fine. Yeah, but Sean Hannity would would be like, 
Oh, I... <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, let me see. And um, Joe, a verb ending in ing. <laughs> Let's see. Tim wanted me to use Gulianied, <laughs> but I'll use Gulianying. <laughs> uh, Gulianying. Okay. <laughs> say that three times fast. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> Bobber, a place. Place. Um, the C Street House. <laughs> the C C Street House. Nice. Uh, wow, that's a that's a first appearance in Mad Libs. The C Street House. I like it. And uh, oh, our, our music expired. Let me go ahead and get that fired up again. Uh, all right, so. Rain. Yes. I don't know if this is going to be easy for you right now. Probably not. But maybe reflect back on some something from the show that's been heard a lot tonight. A number. Oh no. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's a good one, but aren't you happy that you were the one to provide it? So. Yes. Uh, and. Zero. <laughs> All right, so Joe, a verb. A verb. Hacked. Hack. Um, and, uh, hack. <laughs> Speaking of Giuliani-ing. Uh, Giuliani. And last one goes to uh, Bobber. Need the name of a Trump cultist. The name of a Trump cultist. Let's just go with Giuliani. Okay, I'll put his full name, uh, Rudy Giuliani. America! America! Yeah. So, or or should we just go Giuliani because uh, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders didn't just call him Giuliani a few times. So There you go. Uh, <laughs> well, see what happens when I get to it. All right, this one, these two come to us from Adult Mad Libs Go Greek. Uh, yeah, so it's, this is a really dumb one. The, the, this Mad Lib, that's why it actually has blank Mad Libs in it. Cause Wait I think second. it's adult monologue monologues go Greek. Adult Mad Libs go Greek. It's, it's oh, like, see, I, I inserted monologues frat themed frat themed. So, uh, all right. monologues and Greek. Here's, <laughs> here's, uh, the first one is how to crash a frat party. Word is out that Gazoinka fraternity is having a really likable party. And your name isn't on the guest penis. Oops. I said Ooh. it. Don't say penis in this house! Here are some do's and don'ts for crashing the champion. Dress wetly. If it's a toga shit, be sure you have a lie draped over your vagina. Oh my. <laughs> mm. If you if you see a large, what's that? It's awkward. Yeah, it is. You know, have a lie draped over your vagina, um, and um, uh, sorry. Here we go. Uh, and, and if you see a large group of deviled eggs approaching the party, blend in with them so you can suck through the entrance undetected. Oh God. <laughs> How would that even work? Vagina. Yeah. <laughs> mm. 
another helpful tip bring a six pack of eyeshadow <laughs> your host we could use that <laughs> yeah your ho- you your host will appreciate that if you uh, w- your host will appreciate that uh that you are not there just to mooch free drinks and swamps Ew. Yeah, uh, you you can also drape a few petroleum products. The host will recognize. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can also drop a few petroleum products. The host will recognize. Um, once you're in, avoid getting into a buzzer with another party goer. No matter no matter how much of a sweltering jerk he is, Th- uh, this will draw Trumpian attention, and <laughs> will surely get you kicked out of the lectern. A lot of inspiration going into that one yeah. from uh, throughout the program. All right. This one is a scholarship application. Ever since I was a little porn star. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh my goodness. Every, everybody has dreams. Ever since I was a little porn star, I have dreamed of attending your fruity institution and gulianiing with the best professors in the C Street house. Well, <laughs> that makes sense. For that reason, I am applying for one of your theme park scholarships. Let oh. me tell you, let me tell you about myself. I am the captain captain of my school's mangrove team. <laughs> I know a mangrove is a tree, right? But uh, yes. mangrove team sounds <laughs> like it's straight. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. And I was voted most shitty player zero years in a row. Oh. I guess that's good. <laughs> uh, I can hack in four languages. That is Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can I can hack in four languages, and I have traveled all, to all fifty hot dogs in the United States. Um, in my spare time, I volunteer at a home for flustered people. I also tutor swampy children at the local lid school. I've received straight A's on all my report snakes. <laughs> I have never missed the day of anus in my life. Oh. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh. In conclusion, in conclusion, I hope you will consider me Rudy Giuliani for one of your stinky scholarships. There we go. So. <laughs> uh, he hasn't missed the day of anus in his life. <laughs> Especially around the mangroves, right? Yeah, yeah, the mangroves. I want to tell you something, mangroves, and Michelle will probably back me up on this. The mangroves, <laughs> they're really amazing, and they're also filled with crabs. Crabs. They really are, Bob. Yep. Crabs. Now, I, yeah, I think I've heard. I think I've seen a National Geographic or something on that. So anyway, thank you to our chat room for providing the largesse of the words for the Mad Libs. We greatly appreciate that every time we do Mad Libs. Sorry we missed out on it last week, but we had some funny stuff. Or no, was it the week before? I don't know. We missed out on it recently because we had something very funny. It's been a month. Uh Uh-huh. 
And it's just, and it's the fourth. I know, I realize it's true. God. Yeah. So anyway, all right, uh, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Uh, we'll go uh, reverse alphabetical order again tonight. So Rain, um, or do you not want to go first for your parting shot? Do you want me to? I got, flip it? I got no parting shots. I'm just agog at everything. You got, so you got zero, zero parting. Right now, shots. right now, I've got zero. All right, well then we'll 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 just uh, come back to you at the end. Uh, so, uh, Joe, what do you got? Uh, excited for the clown car this Sunday. Well, we're we're excited. I, ha- I have a couple of. Uh, little news tidbits here nuggets uh yeah uh back in my ancestral city of danbury connecticut what yes a um a woman had a 138 pound tumor removed jesus from her ovary yes wow oh wow Yes. yes thank goodness it was benign and she's okay but uh yeah it was, uh, I think, the largest tumor ever removed in Connecticut. Did they name it Donald Trump the Third? Well, uh, ironically enough, Melania heard about this and oh. asked the doctor if they could remove a 280-pound tumor. See? From her. Uh, yes. There you go. Also, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm, also, so, I'm trying uh, to get back to it. i got to give you a shot for it. There you go. Okay. Um Today, you know, Donald Trump uh, gave a speech to the NRA. Yes. And he said this, and I hope you all catch the irony here. 98% of mass public shootings have occurred in a place where guns are banned. Just so you understand. The irony here is, is that guns were banned at the NRA convention he was talking to. <laughs> to a certain degree, that is not true, actually, because it was in Texas, and legally, if you're packing legally by Texas laws, you actually could go to that that conference. I, I did look into this today. Really? Yes. You you actually Snopes has a big write up on it. Uh, so yeah, they're actually you could, but I don't know if you could carry them onto the floor like where Trump was speaking though. I'd have to look into that. There's like venue rules. They have to adhere to the venue rules, but there were people there that did have guns, and the only places where firing pins were removed were in the the dealer sections. So, yeah, I I know that in the past the NRA has banned guns at their conventions. Oh yeah, I mean there you know well, the, yeah. you definitely can't carry I mean, maybe a gun not around this one in Texas. Yeah, but you can't carry a gun around. The president, as as much as it pains me to say that, (laughs) Um, I'm just saying president and the the guy who holds the title right now is what that that's what pains me. Um, uh, but yeah, so uh, but yeah, there there's a lot of ins and outs to that. But yeah, you're totally right. In the past, they definitely have. Um, so, uh, but at a Trump rally, I can guarantee you, no firearms are allowed. Except on the stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you talking about his biceps? Because look at those guns. No, I'm talking about him <laughs> shooting off his mouth. But oh, anyway. there you go. Yeah. So, uh, all right. And uh, Bobber, uh, um, 
What's your parting shot tonight, sir? Um, I don't really have a parting shot. I, um, I, I just, I'm just looking at, at Giuliani and wondering who he's working for, you know? Um, <laughs> I mean, is he actually working for Mueller? Is he working for Trump? America! <laughs> or is he just like, a, is he just more of a dotard than, uh, than Trump is? Um, you know what? I have zero answers for you on that, Bobber. But uh, time will tell. Because again, you know, uh, Joy Be- uh, Joy Behar on the View the other day said, uh, "This is what he does to people that he harbors grudges against. That he did this to somebody else. That you know, he he tries to play their is friend, and then what's that? Say it again, Rain." Oh, I think I'm you guys. No, say it again. Um, what was the last thing you said, I Rain? Kind of, I kind of have a parting shot. I think I'm losing you guys. Okay, you're back. You're back. Okay. So I want to hear what you had to say about Joy Behar. She basically said that he's sabotaged people in the past that he's pretended to be buddy-buddy with. And if you consider what he went on TV and said about the travel ban, uh, it's not surprising... Whether, you know, it's just Keystone cops or if it's actually like some kind of, you know, sinister plot, I don't know. But he's not helping. He's not helping for sure. Uh, anything he's else, Bobber? Anybody. Good, Bobber. I'm sorry. Uh, I just wa- no, no, I, I didn't just, say anything. No, I just wanted to make sure there wasn't anything else before I pass it off to Rain. That's all. So no, I'm good. All right, Rain, go ahead. My last parting shot is, is that... At the NRA conference today, Dolt45 said your Second Amendment rights are under siege, but they will never be under siege as long as I'm president. Now, I want you to think about that. Your Second Amendment rights are under siege, but they will never be under siege as long as I'm president. It literally makes, uh, let me see how much sense that makes. Zero. What a fucking idiot. Seriously. <laughs> he's, he's really not that smart. <laughs> he really isn't that smart. That's, that's, we're going to have to find that clip for Tuesday. But, uh, on that note, <laughs> a- anything else, Ryan? No, that's it. All right. I'm done. We're going to wrap things up right now. Please, everybody, if you can, stick Sister around for... Sisters. Yeah, stick around for Resistor Sisters at 1015. Great show. Um, uh, you got me on the first segment as the very first uh, dude guest on the program. Uh, and dudes. And I, I dove into the hive of scum and villainy to teach you all about the danger of incels. They're a, they're a fra- fragment of the alt-right that is dangerous, deadly. They've already killed people, and um, they uh, have—they're uh, terrible. They're terrible. I'm not going to spoil anything here. And of course, second segment of Resistor Sisters. Um, more on the White House Correspondents' Dinner from a woman's perspective. Um, and of course, Heidi, uh, she wasn't able to be on the first segment, so that's that was another part of the reason why I hopped on. Uh, but I really wanted to spend some time talking about this creepy, dangerous, grotesque, hate-filled, anti-feminist, um, failure at life <laughs> faction of humanity 
Uh, even, I don't even know if they're part of humanity, really. Uh, the incel movement. It's creepy. It's terrifying. It's also, it's also and informative. It's quite honestly, it's also why we need um, men like Ken, like Joe, like Bob, like Adam, like um, um, Miles. Just men, good guys, speaking out against what we're going to talk about on Resistor Sisters. Yeah. We need you. We need we need allies. Yeah, because you know what? Uh, I'm I'm gonna keep going. I, I've I've found some really good resources on how to track what these weirdos weirdos are doing, and um, you know the, the I, I'm not gonna spoil what I'm talking about, but I, I found some very recent stuff of one of the the chief incels named Eggman uh, doing some uh, some pretty nasty racist shit. Um, and I'll talk about that down the road. Uh, but yeah, I've got my eyes on them. Ooh, they're so creepy. But anyway, um, yeah, check out, uh, Mike check radio, uh, seven to 10 PM Eastern tomorrow night. I'll be on with Joe and Tim on the Tim Carmel show this Sunday. And you won't want to miss the evening broadcast after turn up the night on uh, Tuesday of that. But, um, yeah, um, thank you all for a wonderful show. And we're going to go ahead and wrap things up right now. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. In this one time at band camp, I stuck a flute in my big dirty asshole. That's your stink. That's your swamp.